today on the program. What are you doing opening your mouth in my kitchen? It's the fighter. Welcome to the Rewatch Party. I am your host, Nick. Joining me today is the film crew to my comeback documentary, Anthony. How are you doing, buddy? I'm glad to film a comeback this time instead of just a come. Come on the back? <laughs> yes. <laughs> We've made some good movies. That's right. <laughs> You'll never see him listen. Uh, now, I'll, uh, immediately into story time. Uh, so I played guitar for a, a hip-hop artist in L.A. for a while. Uh, not anybody anybody's ever heard of. It never... Never went anywhere. Now that it is career, but that's he, why you're here. That's why I'm here. <laughs> uh, but he had one one line that I remember very well from his song was she had a, a tattoo of the globe on the small of her back, and every time I hit it, I put my city on the map. <laughs> like okay, <laughs> speechless, right? That's, yeah, no, that is perfection. That is, I mean, I love good lyrics, and that is that is what it is, and it makes me right want to. Get a globe tattoo, I guess. <laughs> or I'm gonna I, put it on my belly button. I'll be like, nailed it. <laughs> oh my god! Woo! <laughs> today we are talking about the fighter from 2010, directed by David O. Russell. Uh, he did American Hustle, uh-huh. Russell Hustle, uh-huh. uh, Three Kings, that. Uh, war film with like George Clooney and I Wasn't think Mark like Wahlberg a, also. Was that a theatric release or was that like a Netflix movie? No, it was theatrical. Was it? Uh, he also did Silver Linings Playbook. Haven't and, seen that. And oh, that was good. That one's really good. And then Adaptation, another uh, Nicolas Cage going fucking crazy movie. I, I don't think I've seen that one either. Uh, I remember. I think he's like a screenwriter, but he, I think he has dual roles. Or one of them's like his psycho. I, I don't remember it well, but there's definitely like. Two Nicholas Cages. One's all mousy and nerdy, and the other one is well, Cage. So it's. Well, I mean, I think he is responsible for at least fifteen to twenty percent of every movie released. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, in the Dude. world, probably. Him and Danny Trejo just churning them out. Oh, Danny Trejo. Do you follow like him on Twitter? Oh yeah, dude. He's like the most wholesome guy ever. It's like donuts and tacos and. Yeah, but like half the time that he's like on the news or anything, he's like, "Hold on, let me take my shirt off." Like, dude, you're like seventy-five yeah. years old. Maybe leave the shirt on. <laughs> He just pulls it off, and, and God bless him for yeah. it. I hey, saw him in an airport one time. Yeah? Yeah, uh, tiny. Not not tall at all. And I am not a tall man. He was very short. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah, I, I was like, hey, he Danny. Always was and like then the he just big, stabbed me. Big, yeah. And then he stabbed you. Yeah, just stabbed me, and I was like, oh, thank you. God bless. This is a story. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't really stab me. Uh, I ran- Actually, I didn't say anything. I'm just like, Jesus, that's Danny Trejo. But everybody's got shit to do, is so that I don't Danny like Trejo? To- yeah, I know. Every time I see him, I'm like, I... I I don't like want. I hate when people come up and bug me when I'm just trying to grocery yeah, shop and go there. You're the guy the from the podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> all the time. Hey, did you play with that hip hop artist? I <laughs> so yeah, I, I tried to leave him alone. But there was one time I ran into Dennis Rodman, and literally, like, wasn't right, watching right. what I was doing, or I was like looking down at my ticket to get my gate number, whatever, just not yeah. looking up, and ran right into him. And then he turned around, and I looked way up because he's four thousand <laughs> feet tall, and he stared down at me, and I was like. 
I wasn't starstruck. I was, I was like fearing for my life. I, <laughs> my only reaction was, holy fuck, don't kill me. Like, he is a very intimidating yeah. individual. He's a tall guy, and you yeah. just headbutted his dick. <laughs> so it's an awkward situation. It's like, and he's obviously in fucking fantastic. Smells fantastic. like Madonna. <laughs> and Denise Richards. At the same time, you dog. You he's funny, on your way bastard. back from North Korea? <laughs> Yeah, so uh, very, very scary. And, and obviously in great shape. He was a fucking professional athlete. So oh, yeah. I was like, I, I, I can't run. I can't outrun him. That's, it. that's literally all he does all day. I just, I just punched him in the dick. And it wasn't on purpose. It's just that's the majority of his body. <laughs> no wonder they call you the worm. I don't, Jesus know if I, I don't know if I punched him in the dick or he blocked my punch with this dick. Either way, it hurt my hand. That's all I can say. Oh, okay, so anyway, where we to add up? We have Jesus Christ. We're not even past the director yet. Uh, this was written by a man named Scott Silver. Scott Silver wrote the Joker, the uh, Joaquin Phoenix one, and Eight Mile. I haven't seen enough. Eight Mile. I have seen the Joker, which was a good, but was okay. a slightly uncomfortable movie. I mean, I, don't, yeah, I mean, it we're wasn't glorifying the say, fucking but... Joker of all things. Why? Why do we need that? Uh, I haven't really watched. I've seen like clips of Eight Mile. I know that you know. The whole mom spaghetti thing, and he fucking disses a bunch of people, and then has like, he has a sex scene with Brittany Murphy that he, I think Eminem just really wanted the world to know that he had sex with Brittany Murphy. Like it was pretty graphic. D- did he? I guess I, I would like, assume that he did. Me too. I think. He, I mean, and <laughs> I did too. I, I have so and many times in my mind <laughs> <laughs> with Eminem, not Brittany. Murphy. No, no, um, yeah, no. <laughs> so, so jealous that me and Eminem were together. That she OD'd. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is based on a true story of Mickey Ward, played by Mark Wahlberg. I think this is the first time Mark Wahlberg's been on the show. I can't remember. He might have been on before on something, but I don't think so. I think this is Wahlberg's first appearance on the rewatch. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Definitely since you've been here. Yeah, but... since I've been here for sure. <laughs> Unless well, he was half in of an it Ernest was, movie. The half of it was Jim Barney. <laughs> the other Ernest half was the Expendables. <laughs> oh, the other, I was going to say the other half was Bruce Campbell, but that was right. Um, oh, yeah, we did, I had a couple of Bruce Campbells, yeah. And God damn, bless Bruce Campbell. So, anyway, Mark Wahlberg, they, they, him and Christian Bale wanted this movie made so bad. They were, like, going in together to try to... It went through a bunch of directors before we got to Russell. Uh, Wahlberg waived his salary. I, I saw that. I didn't know then, that... that Christian Bale because I thought they were looking at other people to get there were other people that. on it but he got he, he got bail in on it and then Bale was even behind it because like, he, he took 250,000 instead of his usual however many millions yeah so like that's whole, barely more than we make per episode I, here. I know right <laughs> I couldn't imagine only 250,000 dollars good lord I wouldn't be doing this for that <laughs> yeah and freaking whatever the, the next crypto is that's what we're like, <laughs> yeah they stole my apes, whatever the fuck NFTs are. I still don't understand I don't NFTs. Know. I don't know what any of it is. I'm just going to keep working for actual money. <laughs> I'm going to keep working for it until I get to stop working for it, yeah. and it just starts coming for free. Like, <laughs> well, assuming that hasn't been pillaged, too. Like, <laughs> I'm still paying for Social Security I'm never going to get, so. Oh, it'll be there. Um. <laughs> anyway, so this whole movie was shot in 33 days. Like, Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Just a month, essentially. <laughs> I, right? Like, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. And they spent 25. I guess what I'm impressed with is they spent $25 million in a month because that was the budget <laughs> of the movie. 
<laughs> and neither of the leads took any money for it. Was what the fuck? Because usually, like the budgets, a lot of that's going to go to your your names, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's the lead actor, so your lead actors aren't taking yeah. anything for it. So I guess Amy Adams. We don't have anything about Amy Adams waving her view. Yeah, Maybe a- Amy Adams like twenty million of that's mine. I got to I got to make out with Mark Wahlberg. You better pay me. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's because she's worth it. She is. <laughs> I don't. If I had the money, I'd be like, Hey, Amy, I got a part for you. <laughs> okay, what is it? It's just us making out. It's, ah, no. I'm gonna. <laughs> How much will that cost? More than twenty million. <laughs> <laughs> Do I get thirty-three days worth? No. All right, I'm in. <laughs> worth it. <laughs> uh, so Mark Wahlberg started training like crazy. It started in 2005, just training because he wanted to be a believable boxer. You know, a uh, lot of delays. Director changes, blah, 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 blah. They finally started filming in 2009. So he stayed because it, it, it could have gone at any point. So for four years, he just kept training and staying in shape to be a believable boxer. I think maybe we should start training for a movie right now. Like we're going to try to just make in case. Up, yeah, yeah, just and we'll just but we can't afford just to have people to knock hot dogs out of our hand. So like, it seems like a huge thing for him to be like, "Oh man, he stayed in the shape for 6 years or 5 years or 4 mm-hmm. years." But he's rich. It's you right. don't have to do I mean, it's not like he wasn't making stuff. three movies a year in the meantime where yeah. he still needed to be buff ass Mark oh, hey, Wahlberg. Oh, yeah. I'll be a part of this movie as long as I don't have to be fat. And they're like, "Okay, cool. Just keep working out and then that's the movies he's getting well, yeah because i don't know when those transformers were starting but he was like and he has like at least once a year where he's some beleaguered sniper or some kind of military yeah. thing he's always doing so yeah, yeah i mean, I mean every like, part that he has he has to be in shape for it's not like right 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 even when he plays like i love when dudes like him play like the everyday man he's like look at me i'm just an everyday man like no no, no you're, you're not, not. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody works on it. I, I do have a note here. I wonder if he's that dedicated and trained that hard for those Ted movies. I trained probably. for four years to get stoned with the teddy bear. That's that's what I've been training for. <laughs> that's, that's the movie. That's, that is the body Wait, I have. I, I get to smoke pot, talk to a bear, and bang my lacunas. That's, I'll, I'll wave my feet. 20 million. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you got 33 days. Um all right, so this movie opens uh, on an interview with Dickie, uh, Christian Bale's character, the brother. Right. It's Dickie and Mickey. Dickie and Mickey. Or Mickey's Dickie. Mickey. Whatever. Uh, well, I think Dickie's the older one, so yeah, it was Dickie Mickey. Right. Dickie. Dickie I Mickey. I like to think of it as Mickey's Dickie. But Mickey's yeah, Dickie, no. yeah. Well, I, that, that's, uh, that's in the Walt Disney private collection. He, did, <laughs> he, kept, he, Walt, he, he got frozen with that one. private's collection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, there's... there's Quite a movie starring Mickey and Minnie that the public has never seen, and it is frozen along with Walt Disney's head. <laughs> um, so we're in it's Lowell. It's Pornhub. You just got to Google it. I mean, just, just put it <laughs> in the right search engine. It's right there. <laughs> not that I would know. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not like I just explored it extensively this morning or anything. <laughs> That's weird that it came up totally <laughs> organically on this podcast. <laughs> Uh, we're in Lowell, Massachusetts, 1993, and he's talking to this thing. He's like, are you bringing Mickey in? He should be here as well. He talks about growing up. He's like, you grew up boxing, and Mickey finally shows up. He's like, oh, he's got a thunderous left hand. This guy will thunder your body, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he talks about his big fight with Sugar Ray, and that's like the only thing he talks about really throughout the entire movie is how uh, he 
knocked down. Knocked down Sugar Ray is the only time or only person that ever knocked Sugar Ray down, at least up to that point. I'm sure as oh yeah, he's been knocked down before he retired. Yeah, but nobody goes out on top because when you're an elite, and I can understand it, you're like, man, I'm I'm invincible, so I'm going to keep going forever. Me, like, if I could be world champion right now, I'd be like, all right, I retire, I quit, I'm on top, I'm done. (laughs) Yeah, go out while you're don't don't go out like Ali. You're the greatest. But that's also why I'm not an elite athlete. Like these dudes work and commit their whole life to it, and I'm just like, yeah, if I could, if you give me championship right now, I'll retire. Yeah, that's fine. Just let me hold the belt, take a picture. I can, yeah, put it on my resume. We we'll get, get the residuals with the cheerleaders <laughs> or whatever, the <laughs> ring girls, and then let, then Does I'll Amy be Adams come with this or what? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's like, you couldn't get to me. I'm too slick. Uh, and and it, I mean, Bale had to do some training also because he does get in a couple of fist fights throughout this movie, and uh, he's he's good. He's uh he, he can slip the jabs. You know, people try to hit him. Oh, they, yeah. they can't. You know, he's he's and he he's looked. Slick. I mean, he did. I don't know. Oh, like, he, I don't know the the toll that it would have to take on the body and you he he is very skinny and very like i don't know what his normal is but he's he's playing a crackhead and And he looks apart and he looked like a crackhead so yeah we talked about that on our batman begins episode i don't remember the year batman begins came out 2000 was that 2001 it was early 2000s right Uh, yeah i guess but the year before don't make me pull my phone out and look something um the year before Batman Begins, he was in The Machinist, where he dropped down to like 99 pounds. Oh, yeah, like, like a, under 100, dude. Like, How can your body take that? Like that. So guy, he went from The Machinist under 100 to the next year being fucking Batman. I know that they were back-to-back years. So he bulked up to Bruce Wayne in a year after being amazing. Like, the dude will full-on completely change his body for a role. He, no problem. Yeah, and he's not... Like, even then, like, he's, he's 40, 44, 47. 47, 47 so he's... Five years older than me, but like to that, it's just I can't imagine doing that. And there's so many great actors do like, like Tom Hanks did it for the uh, uh, Castaway, Castaway, and and uh, McConaughey's done. I think we've talked about that. But like, but like I said, also if you can afford for someone yeah, to just yeah, yeah, slap yeah. the donuts out of your hand or whatever, <laughs> then that's it's probably a big part. Like. I yeah, would be in amazing shape if I had a sexy trainer that's like, you do this many crunches, I'm going to blow you. And, and then I'm going to be like, I'll, I'll double that. What is that? <laughs> like, yeah, well, we got a little finger up there. I, and I love my wife to death, but she isn't giving me that motivation that I oh, need. All right, all right. Yeah, Christian Bell has no problem putting his health on the line to, to get into it. And he, I He's mean, six he, foot tall. Could you imagine being six foot tall and being under 100 pounds? That's not... That's not good for you. No, not at all. That's got to take years off your life. Yeah, his heart, like, his heart is not doing well. People talk about fat people like, about obesity, but it's unhealthier to be underweight than it is to be overweight. Well, depending on how overweight, I would think. Well, I mean, if you're morbidly, <laughs> point, I mean, yeah. there's morbidly <laughs> obese, but it's better to be 20 pounds overweight than it is to be 20 pounds underweight. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, different styles because he's he likes to stay outside and be impossible to punch, whereas Mickey's like, I'm going to. I'm going to get inside your punches and just fucking break your ribs. And that's their, their different box. So, so now the brothers both work as these guys that are like backwards raking a, a road, like uh, asphalt. And they have the rake upside down. They're just spreading asphalt out. Along I think them. it's like that. Uh, I, I don't know what you call it, but like when they put the tar down and then you got to spread the gravel out on it or yeah. whatever the, the chat 
onto the yeah something. Yeah, something so they're, they're working there. for this. Working through town, and everybody in town's like, "Hey, Dickie, Mickey, like, yeah, like these are these are our best guys in town." But they're yeah. just out here paving the road, paving the road. And also, he's a crackhead. Yeah, <laughs> and so like HBO's following him around because they're making a documentary on he's he's playing in a big comeback to the world of boxing, and uh, Mickey's just like fucking whatever, dude. Like I'm actually currently boxing right now. You realize that? And you're yeah. You're he's, you're crackhead, so he can go fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I and mean, yeah, he's not working. <laughs> like he's out there just shadow boxing and fucking around, staging because he's like goofing off for the camera. Mickey's and just raking the gravel. Yeah, <laughs> and actually, turned out there was a whole crew. I don't know what the rest of them were doing either. They must be a state job. They're they all uh, yeah. <laughs> one guy raking everybody else watching standing around yeah well you union rules i guess um the opening credits are set to the song how you like me now by the heavy it's a fucking great tune i like that i always appreciate good uh good soundtracks so uh we get to mickey's supposed to be training he wants to wait for dick he refuses to train without him seems kind of fucked up like you're yeah i'm not gonna work and get into shape until my brother's here and he's late all the time so yeah also i don't i don't see the problem here probably won't be here yeah anytime soon um and i think his dad is the one like the glove man you know you gotta punch the gloves isn't that his dad or his stepdad no that was that was actually the guy that played o'keefe is was his actual trainer and that's not Oh, okay. The is. actual train. So, like, it was. All oh, right. The dad is a, a different dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The dad. I. I. I and I. Did, I could look up who played him, but right. uh, I think. I think it was okay. But you're I right. That is the actual. Yeah. Is the actual trainer because he was like, I. I don't know how to act. And Mark Wahlberg's like, Yeah, Mickey yeah, me O'Keefe. neither. And look at me. I'm making millions of dollars, bro. And the guy's like, That's a solid point. I guess I'll be in this movie. Oh, and and I guess <laughs> a note that I have on here is that O'Keefe, he's the guy in the glasses in the movie. He's the mm-hmm. cop. And he's the he's the only one that was actually involved with, with the, the real story here. The real story, and he said, "No, I can't act." And and he's a cop. Mm-hmm. And Wahlberg said, "Well, you're a cop. You act every day." And then he's like, "Well, fair enough. I'm gonna be in the movie because I'll be in this movie." Yeah, yeah. You act like a good person every day. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. I'm um, not gonna go down that road. No, <laughs> no I'm, I'm sorry, all officer listeners. Um, but yeah, he points out like, why are you? You're losing out on valuable training time because of your brother who can't be bothered to be here. Like, we need to. You need to probably change your priorities a little bit. The sisters are all there. His mom is his manager. Uh, the mom is Alice Ward. She's played by the actress uh, Melissa Leo, who did a fucking amazing job. And if IMDB is to be believed at all. Uh, when she was like in hair and makeup and in character, where she'd go around town and people would actually call out Alice, like thinking she was actually Alice Ward. So, well, and she was, she's, she's only 14 years older than Christian Bale. Yeah. And 11 years older than Wahlberg. So, like, and uh, part, apparently she's like, I'm not old enough to play their mother, but. I mean, <laughs> but, well, yeah, yeah, it's but, Hollywood, though. It's, it, yeah, it's Hollywood. <laughs> so every woman is 20 years older than she seems, and every dude is. 25 forever that's yeah. how hollywood works yeah yeah because uh christian bale's the older brother but mark Wahlberg's actually three years older than him so it doesn't it doesn't matter age is relative in hollywood so yeah maybe that's maybe i got him turned around no because yeah no yeah yeah no yeah. bale yeah well yeah. bale is younger than mark Wahlberg, yeah, but plays older. yeah so but she acts the fuck out of this movie i mean she 
is awesome. She in won this an role. Oscar for it, didn't she? Yeah. She, so I, my, she started a grassroots campaign for herself to promote and try to get her nomination. Sort of like, I don't know if she had the Blues Brothers vehicle driving around with the, <laughs> the big mic on top or whatever, um, but got nominated and then ended up winning Best Supporting Actress. And I think it's even if she had to uh, support herself in that, I think that it was deserved because she does yeah, play an she, amazing. She does a great fucking job in this. Um, so now we cut to Christian Bale, who's in a meth house, shadow boxing, of course, acting out his Sugar Ray fight with his crackhead buddies. Everyone's all fucked up. You know, he even like fake hits a dude who lays down and he steps over him. And it's like cut in with footage of the actual Sugar Ray fight where he like knocks him down and steps over him. And so he does the same in the crack house to reenact his glory days. And then they're like. Hey, you're supposed to be training Mickey at two o'clock. What time is it? It's like fucking four thirty or something. Like, well, I think it's way like, late. Well, I think what messed me up when they said it was like, "What time is it?" It's like it's eleven thirty or whatever. And they're like, oh, "He's supposed to be there at nine. And I'm assuming this is a.m. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. oh, either they're up all night, daylight and out. Yeah, and and it is. Yeah, he's like, "Oh shit!" And then they were there outside to come yeah. hit him. That well, no, they weren't there at this time because they all go oh. outside and then there's like, you know, they pull a dude. Where's your car? For a little bit. Oh, that's right. And then he and runs. he's like, "Fuck it, I'm running!" And he just takes off and fucking. I need, or I need to do the road work, or something. <laughs> I need the road work because you know he's training for his big comeback. So yeah. a lot, big part of that is jogging all over. We learn well, that from Rocky. Helps. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, crack anybody, definitely helps. Anybody but, familiar with cocaine knows that. <laughs> if you're, <laughs> but if you're going to be a professional boxer, you've got to jog through an entire city. That's well, just absolutely. the only way to do it. And cocaine. <laughs> and cocaine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he gets to the gym. And uh, the trainer, who's also a cop, giving him shit. The uh, HBO guy is—I don't understand this note. I took—I swear I was not drunk when I took these notes. I have HBO guy is like, you are both doing this because cop meth head weird. Cop wasn't a meth head. I wasn't watching this with you, so I—I uh, I I don't can't. understand the note. It's moving on, so. <laughs> Yeah, so then they're doing the gloves training, and I'm imagining that Dickie being on crack helps. Because if you've got a box and try to keep up with a crackhead, that's going to get some speed behind those hands for sure. Um, I will I will tell you that I have never done cocaine. I will also lie to you. <laughs> and I'll, as far as I know, if I had ever done it, I would be faster, smarter, and funnier. And yeah. I would entertain you for hours with my speech. As with anybody that you've ever met that has done cocaine, <laughs> is that just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's no. that's a lot of it. I mean, he, and Christian Bale nails it because he yeah. never shuts the fuck oh, up. Oh, no, he never does. But I just mean, if Christian Bale is all cracked out and he's like swinging his hands, you got to hit the hands. Like, I, that's going to oh, make no, yeah. the, the guy training, the sober guy training, going to have to move a lot faster. Like, I feel that's actually beneficial. I'm advocating for crack use is what I'm doing. No, yeah. Right no. And that's <laughs> that's why they drug test in boxing is because everybody's <laughs> smoking crack. Everybody's using performance enhancing drugs like marijuana. <laughs> I don't feel like that would be a very good one. <laughs> no, no. That was a little jab, jab at the <laughs> yeah. Olympics. Where yeah, it's like, yeah, no, absolutely. You, oh, this person is... Wait, so he won six gold medals while stoned? You should give him a seventh. If you don't if you don't <laughs> like, want that, you should have never introduced <laughs> snowboarding to the Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was talking about Michael Phelps, but also, yeah, Sean oh, White. Oh, yeah, that, would, yeah. <laughs> like, that guy's built like a freaking weird dolphin. Like, <laughs> that guy's like arms and feet and just... He's basically flippers. I feel like... <laughs> uh, uh, 
eventually we're going to evolve back into the ocean. Like whales and dolphins evolved from like wolves, they're saying. Like, oh, like, yeah, I have heard that. Like there were like dogs that were like, you know what, we're going to get in here and get some fish. And then as evolution works, like into- the best fishers or the best ones that are. And now we got whales again. Like we came out of the ocean like, you know what, fuck this. We're going to go back into the ocean. Yeah. All we found out there was war. <laughs> well, there was weed, too. That was pretty good, but there's shit. There's, sure shit. there's, something, there's probably something growing under oh, there. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we can munch on. Go chew on an electric eel and get fucking all sorts <laughs> of fucked up. Um, all right, so we go to a bar scene. Everyone, Everyone's all fucked up except Mickey. You know, he has a couple of beers, but, you know, he's he's fucking straight, straight shooter guy here. <laughs> uh, he's got his eye on the bartender, Amy Adams. Uh, because, well, he's human. And Amy Adams. Yes. And, and Amy Adams. I mean, whew. like, there are scenes in, like, that Man of Steel and those them their Justice League movies where she's supposed to be, like, beleaguered or uh, stressed out. I, oh, you no. cannot, Amazing. You cannot make Amy Adams look unattractive. It's not possible. When Amy Adams and uh, uh, Wonder Woman... I uh, forget the name. Of Gal Gadot. Oh, yeah. When they were in the same shots together, I was like... Well, I'm done. Yeah, this is good. I had a nice time. Speaking of shots, I just did, and uh, <laughs> which apparently I'm gonna smoke also a cigarette and go to bed. The first time in <laughs> cinematic in cinematic history that Lois Lane and Wonder Woman have ever been together. Like they have, oh, there's been Wonder up. Woman movies and there's been Superman movies, but that was the first time that they were ever together. Well, thank God we corrected that. Travis, and the reason was because Amy of just Adams uh, and the plumbing can't take. So many comic book nerds <laughs> seeing Wonder Woman and Lois Lane. Oh my in the god! Same scene. I bet I bet the theater just sounded like a wave of fapping. <laughs> just, just <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what you guys' orgasm sounds like, but mine sounds like. <laughs> and then the original Superman, Lois Lane, was a brunette, and then the other girl that. Like Superman was the red was the redhead. Yeah, I I mean the comic book she's always a brunette, right? Had black hair. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So whatever. Amy Adams way better than Margot Kidder though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So she took this. That's role. not what it sounds like. It's just I fart when I orgasm. <laughs> I'm. This is inappropriate. Continue. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, this is the line. <laughs> Everything we've talked about. This is the line. So yeah, she took this role because it's so different from anything else she's ever done. You know, because she actually wants to act. Like, she cares about her craft and wants to take roles that aren't the same shit she always does. Like, she wants to step out of her comfort zone. She wants to do things. She wants to act like different characters than she was. She wants to prove that she can be the best actor in the world by showing believable chemistry with the brick wall that is Mark Wahlberg. And she's <laughs> never she never went to acting school. I, I some people neither she, did Robert Duvall. She is or, like, no, Tommy she was Lee like Jones. a trained Tommy dancer, and I think she was an well, athlete. That explains and, that booty. <laughs> no, yeah, nope. I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, there are some people that just can do it. Like Tommy Lee Jones, never did, never had any training. Just decided, hey, how did he get into it? Well, and what, well, you know, Ford what? Was working for my like, goddamn job didn't work out, and I figured I'd try my my face <laughs> looks like. Topographical map of Utah. That's the same joke we always use on the show, but it doesn't matter. Uh, fuck it. I'm going to be a successful actor. He was like, you're ugly and you have no training. I don't give a goddamn. Well, he's goddamn I, good at it. Yeah. I heard he's a grump. He's not great yeah, to work with. Yeah, I hear with. he's terrible <laughs> like, to work with. Maybe but. that hates Jim Carrey 
is you got to be kind of an asshole. But because what Jim Carrey didn't take his role serious or whatever is why Tommy Lee Jones hated him. He's like, have I you think seen the roles Jim Carrey takes? Like, it's well, yeah, take no. seriously. But I mean, why don't you calm down, Tommy Lee Jones? Yeah, you're playing Two Face and Batman Three. Let's dial it back a little bit, buddy. Yeah. Was it three or four? Whichever one. Doesn't Whatever matter, it was. It's horrible. They got real bad after the second one of the yeah. original run. Yep. They, and then there was nothing there was good Batman until and Robin, Christian Bale took over. Batman Forever, and then everybody sat around going, okay, how do we how do we save this? Because this is shit. Oh, let's shit. start it from scratch. Let's get a real director again and a real actor again, and let's let's fi- let's fix this shit. And then we got the Dark Knight trilogy that was fucking amazing. So. Yeah, it was good. But it, I think Marvel's saved. the one that nailed them down. I mean, oh, yeah. I think, I mean, honestly, I think it was Gunn. I think yeah. with the with the, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, that's oh, those when are fantastic. that's when he changed the way that Marvel made movies because they they realized you could have fun, you could joke around, and then you got like Ragnarok with that guy from uh, New Zealand that yeah, he's Taika. amazing. Yeah, no, and that's and now they're that's, they're even better. Like they were good when they started coming yeah, out. Yeah, because it was the Iron Man was like the prototype, and that's when like, hey, we could build a whole universe out of this. Like we could actually do this big this big thing. And so they kept kept trying to do like the the first Iron Man movie, which the first Iron Man movie is fantastic. Yeah, but everything else after that was like trying got to stayed. do that. But yeah, you're right. Until Guardians came out, I was like, oh, people want to have fun at movies. Oh shit, we forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. And then like the Thor is the perfect progression because the first two Thor movies good like they sound like your orgasms yeah (laughs) but like serious take themselves too seriously and then ragnarok is just the best like one of the best from work yeah Yeah. um so anyway we're (laughs) sorry we're talking about we're gonna get off track a lot i feel like this episode because this movie is pretty airtight there's not a whole lot to make fun of in this movie no not really it's sort of like fargo like how do we make fun of this we won't we'll talk about everything else instead make fun of that um, yeah, so Amy Adams is hot. That's what we're talking about. At first, she doesn't doesn't give a fuck about Mickey. He's trying to chat her up. And I love that there's a bell at this bar, but they ring it when someone tips like shit. It's like they use it to shame people. <laughs> so, like, this dude leaves, like, a dollar or something, and she rings the bell, be like, fuck you! You know? That but, is perfect. That is what needs to happen. Yeah, absolutely. There needs to be more open shaming of shitty tip- tippers. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a shitty tipper. Like... And I agree a bit with Buscemi from Reservoir Dogs, where he's like, look, fucking get get something where service industry doesn't get paid like shit, I'll sign it. Because absolutely, it's a job. There's no reason that they... I would rather pay them 15 to $20 an hour, and then you don't have to tip them. That would be better. And there are some places that are going to Yeah, that. there are and, places and that I, are And they, they'll say, like, you know, if you want to tip, that's fine, but everybody here has health insurance, everybody here has a living wage, everybody here has retirement. You don't have to. You, yeah. And I still tip. Because yeah. you know what, I I, I don't know. I don't. I, I, you're I'm, a decent I, human being. I, well, it's it's because that's what you, it's hard not to tip. Yeah, I feel like an asshole if I don't. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've worked in that industry enough that even if the service sucks, like I'm still going to tip. But just what? And it, you know what? If you don't have enough money to tip well, then you don't go out to eat. Yeah, go yeah. to goddamn Aldi's or whatever and. Get some cheap frozen food. I lived on it for years. It sucks, but you could do it. Don't go out and then be a cheap ass. And it's almost like, and it's just, just, I mean, if you get bad service, I'm not a don't tip guy. I'm a, they're having a bad day. I understand. It's almost like, I'm not saying I tip more. I pretty much just tip 20, 25%. Yeah. You know, however, but I also have a minimum. Like, even if I stop in for a beer. uh, You're going to get a $5 tip. I'll buy a $4 beer and leave a $5 tip. Well, yeah. Like if I generally yeah it's like if i'm sitting here having a beer or something it's a it's at least a dollar a drink 
Yeah. Yeah. Like usually. Yeah. And when you're At paying least. cash, you just. Yeah. yeah round it. Yeah. So I, I do like that. Yeah. The bell, like shame that motherfucker. Let yeah. everybody know Absolutely. that that dude sucks. And now no girl's going home with that guy because he just got publicly called a piece of shit. So now you're not getting laid either, buddy. So maybe you should fucking be a decent human being. Yeah. I and I also have to give it to practice. Wahlberg about not Wahlberg, but uh, Mickey, I guess, mm-hmm. in the picking up the bartender. I feel like that's everybody in that bar is hitting on that hot bartender. Yeah. And you're the guy. You're the guy that she's actually wants you to call. Yeah. Uh, I like he he does get her number. He talks about boxing. You know, I go, I go head, body, head. Like, what Head, body, head. What's that? It's like, well, I hit him up in the head, you know, and then his, his face goes or his hands go up to protect his face. And that's when I hit him in the body and his hands drop down to protect that. So when I hit him in the face, again, you know, it's, you got to move his hands out of the way so you can hit him. She's like, oh, yeah, that whatever. Like you're bantering about boxing and stupid. But uh, ask for her number. She writes it down. He goes, is this is this real? Like, You'll have to find out. And then he turns around, like waving it around, like doesn't even play it cool until he gets back to the table. He immediately turns around like, yeah. Woo! Yeah, like because Mick or Dickie's the one who's like, oh, you know, what, talking him up or whatever. And the yeah. I was like, got it. Yeah. It's like, dude, come on. Be cool for at least no, a little not, bit. Not at all. Immediately. Um, so now, oh, yeah, she's like, you got a wife, girlfriend, something I need to know about because I don't want no fucking woman coming in here trying to beat me up. It's like, no, no, I have a daughter I see twice a week, and that's it. <laughs> he probably should have mentioned the seven sisters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> um, so he goes to see his daughter and. The, the stepdad is there, super nice, obviously a fan of his boxing career or something. He's like always trying to chat him up. The yeah. ex-wife is uber bitch. Yeah, not <laughs> uber. She just comes to the door and is like, it's not your day, goodbye, and like slams the door. Um, but the daughter comes running out because she loves her dad. And he's like, hey, I got, it. I got these better fights. Bigger things are happening. You know, I just want my daughter to be proud of me. And the ex-wife's like, Still being a bitch, so she sucks. So well, and uh, when uh, I'm sure that there is plenty of things in real life, like this is a movie about Mickey Ward, right? So I'm sure Mickey Ward did a whole lot of things that led up to his ex-wife having this attitude. Probably so. Yeah. <laughs> so I got there's always two sides of the story. Absolutely, but we're gonna enjoy this movie, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> so now they're ca- they're gonna catch a flight, but they don't want to go without Dickie. So this is where they have to like, where is he? Oh, we all know exactly where he fucking is. So I love that this limo pulls up in front of this meth house, and they're all like, what the fuck's this limo doing here? And he goes, what? Now your mom's outside. What? And then he freaks out. So I love this. He leaps out the second floor. They're upstairs. I was second or third. It's a big building. (laughs) He leaps out and lands in this dumpster, climbs out of the dumpster, and he's going to go hop the fence. And, of course, Mickey's waiting for him because this is not the first time they've had to get him. So they they all wait out back because they know he's going to jump out into the dumpster. Like this one, they're like a running gag. Every episode. But, yeah, after that, everybody's like, all right, look for him in the dumpster. Yeah. Which, apparently, this is one of the complaints that, Dickie had about the movie yeah. is that there wasn't a dumpster. He said, I jumped out and landed on my feet like Spider-Man or on my ass yeah. or whatever. Like he's there wasn't there was a dumpster, dumpster. that catch my fall. <laughs> I don't need that when I'm cracked out. Like, I don't know. Probably, probably not. not. <laughs> um, so now they, they, they get him and whatever. So they're watching this video. You know, you got to check out the guy you're fighting, right? Watching video, like, okay, see how he does this? Or, you know, he has a tell, you know, he's about to throw a right when his shoulder does whatever. Like, getting the strategy worked out. When this dude comes in, he's like, oh, yeah, that guy uh, got the flu. So he's not going to fight. We got a new dude, though. Don't worry. He uh, he just got up off the couch. 
Yeah. You know, that's the way I'm saying he hasn't been training just to do this filling in last minute. You got also, nothing to worry about. 30 pounds heavier. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude's a fucking heavyweight, a and I'm a yeah. welterweight. Like, what? You're fucking kidding me. No, he just got off the couch. Just got off the couch. And like, you go see him. This dude is jacked as fuck. And they're like, what couch did he just get off of? Well, apparently, they said he just got out of prison. Uh, <laughs> and he yeah. needed a fight. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, so no couch. Prison. Got it. Yeah. His couch is a fucking Bowflex or something. This dude is insane. Yeah. Um, and it's like, no fight, no pay. So uh, you, what do you want to do? It's like, well, obviously, I got to fight. I mean, well, flew here. He didn't want to. But I see both sides of this argument. Like, they're arguing. He's like, I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to fight. And everybody's like, you got to fight. You got to fight. Mm-hmm. Well, at this point, Dickie's, Dickie needs the money. His mom needs the money. Everybody yeah. needs this money. It's like, bud, you got to fight. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing that... He's you, the only one that didn't want to fight. You see it start here. And, of course, it kind of becomes the main thing by the end of the movie is his family's not in this for him. They don't give a fuck about him. They give a fuck about their meal ticket. And he happens to be that. So they're not managing him for his best interest. They don't give a fuck about his career at all, as long as it's earning. You know, it's it's all for them and not not him at all. And so yeah, they're all like, "You have to fight, so you so we." I think they even say so we can get paid. Yeah, no. like but they even they're not even his mom's the manager. His mom's his brother's such a bitch. The trainer, and but. At the same time, he's the one that put himself in this situation. Like, yeah, he. You know, I mean, because it's family, you know, and he's got that strong Boston Irish mentality. You can't say anything back to his family. You just got to grin and bear it. So yeah, he does. That, well, and that's what happens until his face gets fucked up and he can't <laughs> grin anymore. Because um, that's exactly what happens. This dude beats the fuck out of him. Like he ha- he comes back just bandaged up, like. He's got holes in his face. He got beat so bad. Yeah, and if you're going into the movie, if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert. <laughs> because, like, when you get to this point, because I hadn't seen this movie before. Like, I was watching, like, like, all right, this is the next one, so I watch it. I hadn't seen it, and I'm like, well, yeah, no, he's going to kick his ass. This is, he's the hero. That is not how it happened at all. He got no, his ass He got kicked. beat bad. Like, first round, I think. He might have made it to, I don't know. It kind of opened up about his confidence, about how his confidence plays in. Like, he didn't feel it, and he goes in there, like, not feeling it. Yeah. Like, he, like, and then he gets his ass kicked. Yeah. So, on the way out, uh, Dickie comes across Sugar Ray. He's like, oh, hey, Sugar Ray. HBO's making a movie about my comeback. You want to be in it? And he's like, uh, yeah, call me. <laughs> like, it turned out it wasn't about his comeback. No, wasn't about his comeback. And I'm Sugar Ray saw that a mile away. Um, so now this guy stops Mickey. He's like, dude, uh, come with me. Let's go to Vegas. I can train you properly because what you got going on, like you're good. You've got a whole lot of potential, but you've got the wrong fucking people behind you, buddy. We can do this right, and I can really make something out and of you. And at this point, if he would have said yes, he probably would have been a reigning champion. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, like. But it's the family thing. He's like, yeah. I can't. My mom says no. My whatever. Like that's he should have. He should have absolutely should have taken that deal. But you know, you get back home, everyone's all happy, of course, except Mickey. They're like, all right, we got a bunch of money. We're good for another couple of months until your face heals up, and we'll throw you in the ring again. So cool. Bills are paid. Yeah, go heal now. And he's just like, I can't. I can't keep fucking doing this. He gets home, he looks well, at... Well, and I think deep down, everybody wants to be that guy. Like, you're the gladiator, you're the guy that's supporting an entire... A whole bunch of people. Like, yeah, like but you, you let people manipulate the, you that way because of family or whatever, but at the same time, like, you're like, this wouldn't work if it wasn't for me. Like, Right, uh, but and I'm sure there's some of that, but you would like to be doing it successfully. Not right. like, well, I just lose all the time, but I guess 
feeds my family, so I'll just keep losing. And and I would like to think that I'd be like, yes, I will take that deal. I will train, pay me to train or whatever. But at the same time, like if it was my mom and my brother, I'd probably be like, nope, I, I'm I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing, which what I'm doing is not working. Yeah, not working. <laughs> For anybody other than my all. family. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you all got to eat. Uh, I haven't because my fucking jaw is broken. So yeah. did you think about that? No, you didn't. No. Yeah. Uh, so he gets Amy, or he like he gets home and gets the napkin with Amy Adams' number on it. Doesn't call her because he's so embarrassed, right? So she goes to his house because she's like, "Oh no, motherfucker! <laughs> you do not convince me to take a chance on you and then stand me up. Have you seen me? Have you? S- I am Amy Adams. Goddamn it! You're gonna try to stand this up? And that's the weird part. No. <laughs> like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I wonder if that's really how it went down because. <laughs> Like, I could believe it, honestly. I mean, I could, but I actually looked up what, uh, like, she was a college athlete. Like, mm-hmm. in this, she's a high jumper or whatever. And she was an attractive young woman. And, yeah, I don't know. He was Mickey Ward in all not, reality. I don't think was that good looking of a he's, guy. Not as good looking as Mark Wahlberg. No, and that is saying not. a lot. Because, <laughs> uh, so... Christian Bale is a crackheaded as the handsome one somehow still of the two, <laughs> bro- of the two brothers. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, the, when the, they come knocking on your door, you're like, I yeah. got it. I got what they want. That's right. <laughs> My brother's called Dickie, but I got the Dickie. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the lady was... Uh, I mean, not as attractive as Amy Adams, for sure. But she was an attractive lady. She was very upset with her portrayal only in that I would never wear shorts that short or halter tops like that. She thought the clothing was too revealing. Well, and there was a lot. Like, Mickey or Dickie was upset about the portrayal. And the sisters were all upset oh, the about sisters, the portrayal. Because the sisters just a gaggle of evil bitches sitting in the corner yeah, hating all the time. They do nothing and they're always hate. together. It's like... If I had that many kids, I'd be like, why are you still in my fucking why house? Why are you always like, here? <laughs> Do you go to the bathroom in a group? Like, they are seriously all like, they're like conjoined twins or oh, something. You yeah. never see it's them. It's like the not... voices in my head. Yeah. Like, just... It's like the three crows from those old Disney racist movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, except there's more of them. But so she's like, she sees his face and he's like, yeah, I was just too embarrassed. I'm, I'm sorry. And she's like, what happened to head body, head body? You know, this whole thing you're talking about. He's like, uh, all I heard was head. What? <laughs> um, yeah that's what I'd say to Amy Adams no I wouldn't I would be like <laughs> but she like dresses his wounds you know helps clean shit up and then looks at him like so you gonna take me out or what like uh, I guess like, okay if you're not if you're not ashamed of this going on in my face then alright let's do this <laughs> and so they go they go to this art house theater and he's like no, this guy at work told me this is this is really because he's trying to impress her. He doesn't want to take her to some random fucking thing. He wants so he, this fancy French film. He's like, oh, I love Epicure. Or, and she goes, how do you say it? It's an epoch. And then this random dude in the background, the oh no, this is you actually say it like this, and it's this beautiful film. The cinematography is great. And she looks at Mark Wahlberg and goes, really, a dude on the road crew told you about the cinematography in this movie huh <laughs> this is, and they're sitting there he falls asleep he's passed out and snoring in the theater she's just sitting there annoyed as fuck and then, reading subtitles reading yeah. subtitles when they get out as they're walking out she's like that was fucking boring there weren't even any tits or something like that i'm like marry this woman now oh absolutely <laughs> like lock that down uh, well and i also thought that part of it was his embarrassment about losing like didn't want to go to the neighborhood movie oh theater. that also could be yeah. going to a different part of town i just like, thought he's you know 
Didn't want to run into any of his sisters. Or <laughs> Maybe. Um, so she also makes a good point. She's like, you, you, you think that your family's actually looking out for you? Like everything you've told me, this is pretty obvious. I don't know how you don't see that they're, they're not looking out for you at all. They don't have your interests. Art, they have their own. I, I don't know how you don't know this. Which I come from a big fan. Like I, I don't, I don't, I only have one brother and one sister. But, like, my cousins, the way I grew up, my cousins were, like, brothers and sisters. Like, we were together all the okay, time right? and stuff like that. So, like, there is that where where you're, like, this is my family. So, I understand kind of a point. I didn't, obviously, I don't have nine. <laughs> I don't have yeah. a brother and seven sisters or eight sisters or whatever. But, like, I, I've seen this play out where, like, someone marries somebody and they're, like, what? This is a, like, get away from your family. This is toxic this is, or this whatever. Bad. But then the whole family's like, this Fuck person is the to- toxic yeah, yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And, and that's that's how it starts playing out. In the movie is that... that they and, all and, hate Amy both, Adams. Yeah. And because Amy Adams is probably more right. But at well, the yeah, same time, it's still family. And she's not trying to like, hey, do this for me. She's like, do this for your fucking self. Like, they are using you for their own gain. Which so they were. They absolutely. absolutely were. But they don't I do love their, they're talking shit about her. And one of the sisters like, I heard she's into threesomes with other girls. It's like one of them MTV girls. Like, MTV girls. And then later at some point when she's like button heads with the mom, mom's like, you think you can say that to me, MTV girl? <laughs> like they call her MTV girl. She's like, what does that even mean? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like but, what what did they say? Like you're wild or whatever. Like and it's funny yeah. though, I like how they say she's into she's threesomes. Into threesomes with another girl. Like everybody had like dude dude threesomes yeah. and that's fine. This, this, <laughs> like, was, a, been this was an MFM household, yeah. goddammit. <laughs> we are not we are not into <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah. Two not. dicks. Not four tips. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Unless it's <laughs> Who a, would do that? Unless it's a transvestite. As if it's trans, then there's four tits. Yeah. As long as there are two dicks involved, then two we're dicks. all right. <laughs> two dicks. Yeah. It's, just, it's a weird, like, with another girl. And it's yeah. Like, I don't know. Because one sister says threesomes, and then the other one has to chime in, with other girls. Like, that's the, the, that's the bad part. Like, that's, <laughs> if, I was, if I was Mickey, I'd be like, wait. Where'd you see this? Is, that, is, yeah. is there is there truth to this? What am I getting into? Because frankly, this is awesome. Yeah, no, I'm in one hundred percent. And if I was even the dad, this and there, I'd be like, uh, threesomes with like who? <laughs> other other girls? Uh, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I gotta make a phone call. He goes. Into, I'm so proud of you, son. <laughs> he goes goes into the bathroom here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's before we get any more weirder. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, now, now we just cut to <laughs> just an accordion, just, just me and Weird Al. <laughs> Think about Marky Mark and Amy Adams, and I don't, I don't know who the one Gal Gadot. Why not? Be. Yeah, just, just throw her in. <laughs> so we're in there. I'll be right back. So now I love that we just cut to Christian Bale leaping out of the window. Like, no, we don't even need to build up to it at this point. We just cut, see a dumpster, and then, boom, he lands in it. And then <laughs> and mom, he's got to be filling that dump. Uh, Obviously, yeah. that's not full of uh, <laughs> regular like construction trash. Yeah. trash. No. That's not nails and boards. That's <laughs> just everybody throwing away their old pillows and mattresses, apparently. Yeah, but mom is pissed. 
she finds him, get in the car, and she's just like, I don't remember what he missed out on church or fucking some shit. I don't know what it was, but yeah, I like how she was like waiting at the dumpster. Like he just, oh yeah, out, and she's just standing. There. She's like, really? Fucking seriously, we've yeah. been through this before. I don't know how you think this is going to keep working, but he starts singing the Bee Gees. He starts singing. I started a joke. It started the whole world laughing and whatever. And she's like, God damn it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't, don't. But by the time he gets to the chorus, she joins in. And then I, he's, he's good. just, no matter what, he's, he's so goddamn charming that they just keep ignoring his drug problem. And he just like charms his way out of it. And they're like, okay. I forgive you. That's how I became the man I am today, is just by being charming enough to uh, have everybody, everybody ignore, ignore drug my drug. crippling drug addictions. <laughs> uh, well, I've been meaning to talk to you. This podcast is actually an intervention. <laughs> I don't think it's much of an intervention. You got the same shit in front of you. I do. <laughs> yeah, I'm not the one with the problem. Uh, this is, <laughs> oh, it's my problem. <laughs> this is about you, buddy. This is a mutual... <laughs> intervention that's so meta it's like an intervention <laughs> inside of an intervention um yeah so this is where amy meets the whole family obviously it doesn't go well they're all worried about money for us they keep saying us and mickey's like well what about what's best for me like do you care about me at all like oh of course we do yeah why would you say something like that but amy speaks up like she's not scared she's not intimidated no, at all i like how she, she walks just, out on the porch and is like I'm going to fuck up all these bitches. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Later in the movie. Uh, starts, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, and she is. She's a little she's a little firecracker. Um, but she's like, we're going to Vegas. First off, we're not going to have to chase down a crackhead all the time. Secondly, we actually get year round training. Like every aspect of this deal is way better than what's going on here. It's like, that's family. What do you mean? Better? It can't be better than family. And she's like, yeah, you want him here earning for you. You don't give a fuck about him. And they're like, who the fuck are you, you MTV girl? Go fucking threesome a girl or something. Yeah. And Mickey's like, I mean, that's not, I'm, I'm totally down for that. I mean, I was just kidding, unless you're into it. What do you think? Is that, is that, is that weird? <laughs> <laughs> Should we just leave this fight with my family and go do that right now? Because there's a couple ring girls that said they're down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh... Christian Bale's like, oh, that's all you need is money for year-round training. How much does that kind of thing cost? And he's like, you can see the crack wheels turning. He's oh, going to yeah. come up with this money. And now this. And I love this. I love this how he's like, you know what? I'm going to do so it. So fucking hilarious. So he gets his girlfriend. Well, first he tries to pyramid scheme her family. And they're like, you racist against Filipino people? And he's like, look at my girlfriend. She's Filipino. And he, this guy is too. He's like. Dude, no, I'm not. Like, just fucking go with it, man. <laughs> Fuck. And they're they're not. They don't. They don't take the bait. They're like, you're a crackhead. We are definitely not giving you. I any thought they were Cambodian, but did they say Cambodian, not Filipino? I thought I it was remember. Cambodian. I don't know. But his girlfriend was also. So it's like it can't be. But it doesn't go. They don't yeah. want to get into his pyramid no, they're scheme. Not. He's like got everybody in a room. Yeah, there's children, everybody, and they're like, this guy's it's, full of shit. It's this like guy's the old, obviously high on crack, like the old <laughs> vacuum salesman kind of thing. Yeah. Like, no, get out of our house. Fuck you. So then he pours out his own girlfriend and she like picks up a John and then he runs up pretending to be a policeman to rob this guy. And while he's trying to rob this guy, the real cops show up and he's like, ah, fuck. And he takes off running. Cause again, you can't catch a crackhead, but they know him. And he's an in shape crack. I mean, he's very, he's like an athletic cracksman. (laughs) So, I mean, he takes off running and the cops are even like, 
Dickie, God damn it. Like, they know who he is. They're calling you by your first name. You're not getting away. Even if you get away right now, they know who you are. They're going to find you. Oh, likely. Yeah. yeah like, there's another Dickie. Yeah, I guess there could maybe. But they, they definitely know... They know who he is, you know, but they chase There's a him. whole stable of cracksmen in this town. <laughs> All <laughs> named Dickie. Yeah. Um, so the family's dining, nice restaurant, right? And uh, Dickie comes running up trying to get in. There's a bouncer. Yeah, he's like, no, nah, get the fuck you're, out you're of not, here. He's like, no, I got to get off the streets. I'm just trying to get off the streets, man. He's like, no, 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 no. And the cops catch up to him. And so he just starts swinging. Well, and, and I love how like the bouncer is a huge dude. And Dickie is a skinny, like buck 25, whatever. And he's just like this. He just beats the fuck out of he, yeah. He bouncer, the bouncer like does he? everything that everybody that ever got rejected by a bouncer wants to do. Yeah. Just beats the fuck out of the bouncer and then starts beating the fuck out of cops. Yeah, which I also enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because again, like we talked about, they're trying to hit him and they cannot. Like no, he he's just moving. He's, he's just friggin- dodging everything and just laying people out left and right. And uh, someone runs into the restaurant. It's like, oh my god, they got Dickie. They're beating him up, you know. Which coincidentally, the guy, the kid that runs in is, I think, Dickie's son. Like, yeah, real yeah, life he's actually, son. And he's yeah. actually a boxer that, like, a competitive boxer. Oh, I think okay. he had won. I think he's won some. Like, he is of 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 known now. He wasn't then, but like, he was. He's at the actual son of Dickie's, of not Mickey, Dickie's but Dickie's yeah, actual, yeah, Dickie's actual son. So he. Uh, they all get up to go deal with it, and they're like, Mickey, you stay. Do not. Do not get wrapped up in this. Last thing we need is, like, your name or your picture in the papers. Anything to do with the fight with the cops. Just fucking stay out. But it's his and he brother. he listens for one second. And he runs he, out. Like, everybody else runs out, and then he's like, no, fuck this. I'm going and out. And he goes too. out there, and he's, like, he doesn't start swinging or anything. He's just trying to pull the cops off of his brother. He's just like, hey, okay, calm down. Like, he's trying to defuse things. And they grab him, and they put his hand down on the hood. And fucking smash it with their batons. And I've gotten the shit beat out of me by cops before. Okay. They didn't just attack my hands. That seems... Like, they hit me in the body for the most part. <laughs> it seems like there's but a story like, here, but okay. It seems <laughs> like they put his hand down and start beating his well, hand yeah, with a flashlight. It's like, why would you do that? Because they know he's a boxer, so they're like, we're going to fuck up your livelihood. Well, that's like, it was a very, it was and a, that's a cop move. It was a fucking personal cops. attack. Very I'm personal not a attack. big fan of cops. Because they've beaten the shit out of me. <laughs> Actually... One of my best friends in the world is a cop, and I hate him for it, but I still love him. <laughs> See? <laughs> You're not a copist. One of my best friends is a cop. Yeah, no. Yeah. Listen, what I'm saying, <laughs> I don't want to sound like a copist here, because my best friend is a cop, but fuck the cops. I'm not, I'm not policist, but. <laughs> so no, that, I absolutely am. Yeah. F- fuck the police. <laughs> that NWA was right. About a lot of things, yeah. Yeah. Um, So they both get arrested. Now, in court, the judge is like, all right, Mickey, we got a count of disturbing the peace. We'll consider it time served. Like, you're fine. You didn't actually do anything. You're good. Except got my goddamn hand broke. Yeah, fuck you. You're not going to say anything about this? No. All right. Now, Dickie, holy crap, the list of charges goes on and on. I mean, impersonating a police officer. Well, he beat the fuck out of a officer. lot of... Uh, yeah. yeah <laughs> like, there's a I'm not going to say a yeah. lot of... I mean, it's like five minutes of listing off charges that they got. And he's like, D- Mickey, tell him. Come on, tell him something. And Mickey just like walks off like, dude, this is it. Like, maybe it's time to break up this family. Maybe Lois Lane was right. Maybe this is all bad. And just walks out <laughs> and lets Dickie go down. And he... <laughs> Dickie went down. Dickie went down. <laughs> Dickie went down hard. Are we still talking about the movie? Or uh, but <laughs> oh, I love when they go down on the Dickie, but I hate when Dickie goes down. 
older I get, the more he seems to go down. I don't understand <laughs> what's going on. Dicky, Not as hard. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't knocking down Sugar Ray. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done. All right. So now in jail, Dickie is a celebrity, you know? I mean, he's still locked away, but he's like, holy fuck, Dickie. Yeah. Woo. Which is knocked down Sugar Ray. Even everybody in jail is talking about it. So he's like, yeah. he's like a jail celebrity. Yeah. Well, that means I probably won't get raped. So at least there's that. <laughs> no, absolutely. I, I wish I had that. If, I ever go to jail for the horrible <laughs> things that we've done. You said you'd never talk about that. <laughs> no, what? I didn't say any. No details. <laughs> so now Mickey goes back to see Amy, says, uh, I'm going to give up fighting. And she's like, no, you fucking not. Like, she calls this bullshit out right away. She's like, it's fucking stupid. You're letting your family take that away. This is something you love. You just started doing it for the wrong reasons. Also, so now you're, you're not letting- good at anything else. Yeah. Like, like we've gonna, made love, and you're not good at that. <laughs> you're not either. good at that. Uh, you can't even hold a rake the right direction. So yeah, I don't no. know what you think you're going to be doing here. Um, so I noticed after his hand heals, he's seeing himself in the mirror. He's got a little gut because he hasn't been able to train and all that much. He's like, man, I'm I'm getting pretty schlubby. I'd probably, I'd probably better get back to the gym or something. <laughs> Which is what I do every morning. But I don't get back I know. to the gym. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow tomorrow's a good day to start that. Well, you know it's the first of the year. There's gonna be a lot of people in that gym. I'll wait. You know, you should probably wait till Monday. Monday's a good day to start things. Well, I got shit going on. Yeah, God, all that stuff I didn't do over the weekend. I'll get to it tomorrow. (laughs) Um, So, but tonight is the night of the big HBO movie. Everybody sits down to watch it. The family's watching it. That jail, they put it on in jail, even. And Dickie's like. Doing his usual fucking peacocking in front of the crowd, pageantry bullshit about. Which he's totally proud about. Because he's like, it's weird. He still thinks it's going to be about his comeback when at no point has anything they've done have anything to do with boxing in See, any I way, shape, or form. At some point, form. he said something about, I don't know, crack addiction or whatever. So maybe he didn't. I mean, obviously. He, yeah, it was, there was. I thought he knew that it was about crack. But he's talking about he's, the crack. There's times that, that crack was brought up, but he still. Thinks that somehow it's about boxing. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's, he's delusional because he's in cracking. front of him, and he's yeah. talking about when he started smoking crack. He's talking about how crack makes him feel. But it's about his comeback. But it's yeah, because he's even in jail. Like, oh right. Which I it. mean, honestly, if you're gonna try to make a comeback, if you're gonna go about it earnestly, what all all exposure is good exposure. So like at that point, like if he sobered up, got back into boxing, he would probably have the fame to get a decent. I have matches. a name to get. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like, well, look at this. It's just it's, it's success a great comeback story. story. Yep. But that's not how it goes because it's <laughs> it's a scared straight type of program. Don't do drugs, kids, kind of thing. Right. But and, when 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 they start seeing his son, like when he sees his son, then he's like, and sees how the crack addiction hurt his son. Then he's like, turn it off, which honestly, I would not have the balls sitting in a friggin' prison yeah. with all these dudes that are just happy to have movie night. Because right. like apparently prison is like grade school. Like if, the, <laughs> if, if you got a movie, everybody's like, I don't care what they, the movie is. They wheel is. in that cart with the TV yeah. strapped to the top. You're like, fuck yeah, easy day. Yeah. And he's like, no, fuck you guys. I'm unplugging it. And the prison guards are like, all right, I guess Mickey runs this, or Dickie runs the show. Yep. And that, that's the way it is. You know? I guess he's telling but, us what to do now. I mean, if it was movie night for me and this dude gets up there, I'd be like, listen, I can't take him on my own, but we're going to beat this dude's ass. The strength so strength in numbers. Because as soon as I get back to the cell with old Bruno... It's just butt fucking, and it ain't me on top. 
So can we please keep watching this movie? I want to put that off as long as possible. Um, Mickey calls the ex. Is like, make sure I don't want my daughter watching this. She shouldn't. She shouldn't see this. She's not old enough. And the ex is like, no, she needs to fucking know what a druggie is. Very shitty again. Yeah. and like I said, I don't know both sides of the story. I hope that humans wouldn't act that way. Right. I don't know why. Maybe Mickey would... was a piece of shit, you know, but that doesn't mean you need to fuck up your own daughter. Like, it's still your daughter, too. Don't, yeah. don't be a bitch to your own daughter. Like, don't. And that, if, if that is the, how it really went down, it's just to show how your dad's family is a piece of shit. And that's yeah. not right, either. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's no reason to expose children to, no, to that. You don't want them thinking, that, like... Pitting them against their own fucking dad. I don't know. It, it's all yeah, no. Of- it's but uh, and like I said, it's a movie and it's from one side and it's yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. And it, it's not like they're making a movie about she didn't win a championship. So, so yeah, uh, yeah. You never. What'd you ever do with your life? Uh, yeah. Mom even calls Mickey. He's like, "Why are they doing this to us?" It's like he's a crackhead. What's your excuse? How are you this fucking delusional? Like. Yeah. You need to get your shit together, Mom. So now he gets back to training. You know, there's a lot of cool stuff. Strength in his hand, you know, getting in the big bucket of, like, rice or sand or something. Trying yeah, to strengthen his hand back like, up. Yeah. Punching into some rice. Which, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't think I've... Have I talked about the dude I worked with? Ron Vowell? That was... No, I don't believe so. He was like a... He was like a... He won the World Karate Championship when... Okay. When he was younger. He was... And he he had like a dojo in Carbondale, Kansas, and he like he won the national championship, but he won it by default. Like he got there, and then the guy that he was supposed to fight, like for whatever reason, had to forfeit. So he never talked about it. Like it was it was like a shame. Like it's a okay, point of pride, yeah. but it was also like he didn't beat it, somebody it, to yeah. do it. So like he never like still made it about to it. the top. But two, yeah, to so. get to get there is. Is he beat a, a lot thing. of people to get? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and that's like that's like, uh, you know, not many people have that. But he had a dojo, and he would teach karate, and like his fingers. When you looked at his fingers, they were like when you hold your hand up, mm-hmm. it's like a set of stairs going up. <laughs> sure, sure. And his yeah. were like almost completely flat across, and it's because when he hit, he would hit with like his hands flat. Oh, and he yeah, would like yeah. part of his training that he did was he would like had buckets of sand and he would punch into those buckets of sand like not punch but he'd like straight hand into those yeah okay until like his his fingers were all like and that can't be like i'm sure and he was old when i was working with him so that had to take a toll on his joints oh absolutely but like no even then he i was like so i hear you you're you were the karate guy or whatever and he's like yeah it's like it's like man up you know and i'm like i would and he was like, it was one of those weird things. Like, I'm a bagger at this grocery store. And he's like, well, then punch me. And I thought I was a pretty tough high schooler. I wasn't. If I could go back in time and beat my own ass, I would. But, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not going to punch you, old man. And he's like, punch me. Just punch try me. It. Just however. Like, try to fake, try to do whatever. So I was like, did the old. And he was just like, gently laid me down on the floor of the grocery store. And he's like, don't fuck with people. <laughs> he's like, he's like, there's nothing you can do that could ever beat me unless you're too far away for me to hit you. Yeah. And I was like, this guy's a badass. Ron Val. This is Ron Val. <laughs> uh, I, I did Taekwondo growing up and then there was, um, this dude a bit older than me, Nathan Dixon studied so many different forms. Of, I don't even know what all he studied a whole lot. He was, highly trained 
And I remember we were drinking at this house party and we decided to go out in the backyard and show each other what we knew. And uh, it wasn't so much of a demonstration as him just mopping the backyard with my body over and over. Like he beat the, well, I mean, it was sparring. Like he didn't actually full hit me in the face or he didn't, but like I was flipped and thrown and drug all over in so many ways. He just like a cakewalk for him. And I'm just like, God damn it, dude. Son of a bitch. And then once I like had him walked up and I was going to try to trip, like do sweep his leg or something and ended up falling on top of him. And immediately got up and profusely apologized. <laughs> I'm sorry that I fell on you. Don't kick my ass anymore. <laughs> but I did get him to the ground. That's goddamn right. <laughs> no, I remember the first time that I ever actually got in a fight with somebody. It was martial arts. And I was just like, Jesus. Like, I got hit in the face. I'm like, Jesus. That was his foot. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm out of my league right now. <laughs> like, and so then I just always fall back on my wrestling. So I'm yeah. just like, all right, if I can wrap them up and hold on to them, they can't hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too stubborn and stupid to call this off. <laughs> yeah, Let's no, just keep going. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yeah, he's strengthening his hand anyway. Um, so... I think we got a bit of a montage here. I think we got a bit of a training montage. montage. A little, little bit. Um, you've got a new manager, new trainer. And they're like, the one condition well, is... Well, O'Keefe is still there. O'Keefe is still there, right. But he was working with the other guy that was like, get rid of your family, come come over with me. No like, Dickie. Nah, no Dickie. That's the stipulation here. No, no Dickie. None no of mama. that bullshit. Yeah. None of that shit. So mom's super... Craziness, I think is what they call it. No more craziness. No more craziness. And uh, so then they go, we cut back to mom's house. Where they're telling him, like, this guy is investing in our son. He's got his own business. He's a successful businessman. He runs his own cab company. It's like, you fucking cab driver? He's fucking leaving his family for that fucking cab driver? And one of the daughters says something. It's where we get our opening line. The mom's screaming at the daughter, like, what are you doing opening your mouth in my kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, one daughter's like, listen, this might be good for me. And she's like, you don't fucking open your mouth in my kitchen. Which <laughs> I've said a lot of times. Before I watch this movie, <laughs> apparently it's not my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> so now we are, usually I'm talking to myself. Yeah, I'm like, dude, you don't need to eat seven stop, Oreos. Stop. Don't you open your mouth in my kitchen? <laughs> Fuck, for once in your life, close it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, while everybody's arguing, it's cut in with Mickey and Amy having sexy time. So we get to see Amy. Oh, that striped bra and yep. panties that match. Oh, yeah, I'm not mad about it. I may, have, I may have paused it here. <laughs> uh, so mom and the sisters go to Mickey's place because they're like, nah, this fucking bitch is not getting in between me and my son. And so they this yeah, is interrupted. Like, yeah, just like just like small children will. They will. They can <laughs> sense they can sense that love is about to happen. And then they just come in like the fucking most efficient cock blockers. <laughs> Ever know. Like, they're like, what? I'm having a nightmare. Like, yeah, you're about to have a nightmare if you walk into here. <laughs> yeah. You never want to see this. <laughs> Sit down. No. Ew. Um, so, but, yeah. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> but this is what you were talking about, where they, they try to confront and... Yeah, and, all on the porch. There's just all on the porch. so many blonde 
northeast women there. yeah like they still have the 80s hairdo all teased oh, up and everything it's and great like do they not have their own homes they all live there they all look like they're yeah. in their mid to late 20s or 30s like they're just hanging out in this house with the mother all the time and mickey's got to support them all and so it's like hey i'm doing something for me finally like and amy's bringing it up and i mean they beat this point into the ground throughout the movie is you want him for you blah 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 like we've even said it 40 times this episode probably and so they're they throw a fight and this amy just oh, doesn't she like she, tackles like, one of them out there well even before the violence starts she walks out and like someone talks like you shut your fucking mouth like yeah. don't you fucking talk to me like there she is way over <laughs> outnumbered and she's like you know what i don't give a shit no, i'll beat all fuck. these bitches asses <laughs> and like she walked out with that confidence and then the shit broke out and she's like fuck it and she starts decking i know like, like she's I'm got like, a hell of a cross damn like <laughs> she starts laying sisters out yeah dude, that was awesome like I would. I only have one sister, and I, God bless my wife. And one day she might be here talking with us. Yeah. But I don't think she could take my sister because my sister is a lot like me, but bigger and meaner. <laughs> uh, my sister is smaller, but she works out nonstop. So I don't see it going well. She'd probably kick my ass. I don't know that she would do that. Well, I mean, she wouldn't. But if 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 it came down to it, you don't know my sister. (laughs) Yes, my sister would kick your ass. (laughs) And my, I love my sister. She's a beautiful young woman, but she is mean as fuck. Like I'm scared of her, and (laughs) and I'm not any tougher than you are. But she, she would take down. Like if she walked out on that porch and all of those women were there. I don't think she'd say anything. She'd just start punching people in the mouth. Like she would come out, like being like, "All right, I'm gonna take these three out right off the bat, and yeah. then the rest oh, of them she are gonna fall." Like, yeah, gotta, no, that's the biggest one. Take her first. Gotta know. She is mean as shit. I think she's the top between her oh, and her Jesus. husband. <laughs> um, also, I have a note during this: the dad pulls up. Like he drives up. Oh yeah, he pulls. Starts to climb out of his truck. Sees what's going on. Climbs back in and reverses back down the street. I don't know why he drove there in the first. No, and we never know. He's just like, nope, and just (laughs) drives away. And he is one of the voices of reason. But it's you're against mom and all the sisters and and Dickie, and it's not. Nope, I don't want it. So now it's fight time. He's going out for this fight. We get the song "Rock and Roll Stew" by Traffic. Again, I like to point out it sounds like a garage door. I don't know if it's being picked up in the mics or not, so maybe our listeners are now like... If you can hear something humming, it's not that Nick and I are using vibrators. It is that my garage door just (laughs) opened, (laughs) and we're using vibrators. Also, yes. Um, (laughs) Back to Sodgers. Yeah, right. On our genitals. (laughs) On the back of my genitals. Oh, okay. So, (laughs) we get Rock and Roll Stew by Traffic. It's a weird Uh, break. Great song, but it seems weird... You know, that uh, rock and roll stew, it's his, his walk up song, like his, the song leading it. It just, I love the song, I love Traffic, it's one of my favorite bands, but it just seems like an odd choice of a song to walk up to the ring to. I don't really understand that. Um, but I feel like that'd be the best point. Like, if I was a good boxer, I would choose just, just the, the most random song. shit. It's just like, what is this Sonic Youth? Like Big Rock what Candy Mountain. Yeah, just something like that. <laughs> Make the other guy go, what know. the fuck is happening here? Uh, but they have to walk across the street. Like, the locker room he was in, they have to fucking, like, go down this hallway, out at the door, across the street. I'm like, is this Spinal Tap? What and are we fucking watching here? meet the other boxer, like, hey, good, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Um, so it just cuts into the fight. We're in, like, the fourth round. 
He just cut right to round four. Uh, Mickey beats the dude pretty solidly. We got back in the saddle by Aerosmith as a another like montage of him winning a few fights. God, you know, being good a Aeros- that I mean, that's a good Aerosmith. I love song. Aerosmith, but like like the the old Aerosmith is just yes. yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. superb. Then there is the rest of the Aerosmith. Oh, yeah, we toys in the attic. There's toys, toys in, the in the attic, attic is, and then there's the rest of it. Yeah, <laughs> and then you know the '90s era where they had Alicia Silverstone. God bless them, <sighs> yeah. and all those videos. Um, so he goes to tell Dicky, you know, goes to visit him in prison. Like, hey, I'm winning fights. Things are going good. And uh, Dicky's like, it's all a setup. Of course, they're trying to take advantage of you. It's like, well, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you project whatever you're doing wrong onto other people. It's the Republican strategy, but um, <laughs> <laughs> so they all keep saying you need us when really, obviously, it's the other way around. Only we can protect you all the way around. So they, uh, none of them are happy about his success that he's getting without them because it's weird and it's weird they, because they're rooting like, for him. They want him to win, but they want him to win for them, for them, not yeah, for, for him, like, yeah. So they, he has another fight coming up, I think, against Sanchez. And Dickie's like, no, 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 your strategy's not good. Cause, you know, he's like, what's your strategy? I'm not talking about this, Dickie. He's like, no, what's your strategy? I'm going to get in close and go to the body, you know, just like I always do. He's like, nah, 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 nah. That's not going to work on Sanchez. You got to do this. You got to, like, let him wear himself out a bit, rope a dope for a little bit, and, you know, get him to start opening himself up. Then you go in, you, you know. He's like, no, fuck you. I'm going to fight how I fight. And storms out of the prison. So now we cut to his fight with Sanchez. He's just beating the Fuck. I mean, he's just standing there with his arms up. Like, he hasn't... Yeah. He's just... And the announcers are like, oh, this, he's just... It's like, this, this is, is terrible. Like, this they need to the stop most... the fu- you know, they, Well, I think that's a recurring... He's like, they just need to stop the fight. This is <laughs> embarrassing. It's like round eight, and he hasn't even thrown it. He just stands there covering his face and getting pummeled. Like, this is... Yeah. Boring and embarrassing. Why are we Why are we still doing this? Like, can we call this and just go home? Five rounds, nothing. Six rounds, nothing. Seven, he gets knocked down. And I'm like, my God, this is... This is an execution. And then he finally gets back up and then starts throwing these body shots. You know, we hear he's got this thunderous left and we fucking gets him in the ribs with his left hand. Sanchez drops. He ends up winning the fight. And they're like, holy fuck. I, I did not see that Knocked coming. Him out with the yeah, body shot, which is like, oh, got him in the kidneys or whatever. Yeah. I mean, which I don't know. Yeah, that's a painful shot. You can punch me in the kidneys and I'll go down. No, I mean, don't. Uh, it's not permission to do it. <laughs> like, hang on, listeners. We've got to try this. No. Just piss my pants. I don't want to stand up right now. <laughs> so now the whole jail is celebrating. I just was looking for my notes that were in my hand. That's, I wondered what you were I'm doing I'm like over looking there. around. I'm like, where are my notes at? And I'm like, oh, shit. I had them wrapped around my beer. Using them as a koozie. So the whole jail is celebrating because, you know, it's Dickie's victory because it was Dickie's strategy. And he couldn't even watch it. He's listening on the phone. And his oh, yeah, mom his is mom telling him. watching yeah. it, telling him over the phone. And then he's trying to relay it to the prison. Yeah. Which is a, it's a, that's a funny or whatever. Like, like it's, tell, it's yeah. funny how. I don't think I would have that kind of prison support were I, I to end up in prison. Yeah. Like, I would hope to. But they're like, you know what? We're not going to butt fuck you because your brother's boxer. winning a boxer. Well, yeah. I mean, he's Dickie Ward. He's, he's uh, at this he's, point, yeah, he's the pride he's of Lowell. He's and you're the town yeah, hero. And that guy, he, no, no matter how cracked out he is, boxers got speed. They've got, oh, you yeah. don't want to get hit in the face. You're, <laughs> like, you're just, you know what? We're just going to let him be. Yeah. No, it's not worth it. There's other butts to be. (laughs) (laughs) Plenty of fish in the sea. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That can't punch me. So, yeah, he wins by the longest rope-a-dope ever. Like, rope-a-dope is a real strategy. It's a a damn good strategy, but usually you don't wait fucking eight rounds 
God, who wants to get hit by a professional for eight? <laughs> eight God, well, and they said that he tried the uh, he tried his approach, but yeah, he was just, it, it wasn't, it wasn't so yeah. He, yeah. So now, since Sanchez was up for a title shot, but Mickey beat him. Now I guess Mickey gets the title shot, and uh, they're like, "What? Where did you learn to do that?" And he, "That's the first thing my brother taught me, bro. You tap him in the face and you ding him in the body." And I was like. <laughs> It's just like me on a date. <laughs> I tap him in the face and I dig him in the body. That sounds like a violent date. <laughs> I don't know. With my penis. <laughs> just, you just pull it right out and hit him in the face <laughs> with it. And then they go up to block. <laughs> head body, head body, and man. And right in there. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's... I'm glad we never dated. <laughs> I get kicked out of so many restaurants. <laughs> so do you wait... <laughs> Until after the breadsticks and salad, like do you <laughs> It depends on if they're really enjoying their meal or not. You yeah, know? just like, all right, excuse me, I'll go to the bathroom, and you just run in and dive it on them. <laughs> or do you like put the breadstick basket down <laughs> and hide it in there like like it's popcorn? Well, like, we don't always go to Olive Garden. Care for, our, care for a breadstick? <laughs> Cut a hole in the bottom of it. <laughs> So we're sticking out like one of them. <laughs> You've never done that? <laughs> no. I'm too busy tapping him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so you just wait for him to put the breadstick in his mouth and just hit him with your wiener. That's right. <laughs> Butter mom bread. So Dickie gets out. He's got new teeth. Got new teeth in jail. I'll pepper the salad. For you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still on. I'm still on. I just figure everybody takes their first date to the Olive Garden. No, I'll say. You're more of a cheddar biscuit guy? You like <laughs> yeah, the... I like the cheddar biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry. So, yeah, gets out. he goes to visit training, see how his, how his brother's doing. It's pretty awkward, you know, because he thinks he's, I'm out, I'm going to help train. He goes into the locker room. He's, got, he's like, hey, yeah, my no, old we're going to spar. Here, he's yeah. like, oh, the, hold on, we'll spar. And everybody's like, oh, this is about to, uh, you remember this the shit's deal. About to get weird. So he has to. The family has a cake, like welcome out, Dicky, and uh, this whole cake, and they're planning this big celebration when he has to break. And he's like, you, yeah, you can't be here. And apparently, nobody let mom anybody or anybody know. know that, like, hey, Dicky's not. Everybody just, like, hey, here we go, back to normal. Yeah, cakes, sprite punch. <laughs> And it's so like what they get in a fight and cuss each other out. And there's a, like his son is right there. Like you're really doing all this in front of your kid, huh? That's well, I mean, and he like the conversation had the to be had. Yeah, it did. It but, probably should have been like, hey, so when, send him out to grandma or yeah, <laughs> yeah, when they like, had it. yeah. We, maybe not. But then like Mickey storms out and then his son goes over and starts like punching the locker. And that's when Dickie's like, okay. Well, Dickie, Dickie uh, goes crazy and starts punching the yeah. lockers and stuff. And so the son just wants like, to be like his dad. Whatever he's and doing. that's when he's like, fuck, I need to get my shit together. Like, that was yeah. his his. Which moment. I also feel like he had that epiphany when he was in prison watching the movie and saw that, like, yeah, while he's out smoking crack, his son is like, where's dad? So I think it's a combination, you know? Yeah. but It's an epiphany I haven't had yet because I'm still smoking crack. Yeah. out of windows. But <laughs> I know. It's so hard to get a whole episode done. You keep leaving out of windows all the time. Well, we should we should have done this on the ground floor. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is where everybody blows up. Mickey's caught in the middle, and it's like, you tell him you wouldn't have won without my strategy. And he's like, yeah, I, I wouldn't have. I did what Dickie told me, and that's how I, how I beat Sanchez. 
And Which like, was a painful moment, uh, almost yeah. for him, because he's like he's, I, I, he's, and I don't think he wants to hold on to it. I think he wants Dicky. I think that, but he's trying to make everybody happy. Like he's never yeah. a guy that thinks of himself. He's no, just, he's not. It, he's but, trying to make everybody. He's like he wants to succeed. He wants to have the success. He wants to please Amy Adams, as I would also. As, I don't as know as what everybody her name does, is, but uh, yeah, I know we haven't uh, even looked up her character. Yeah. Name, it's Amy Adams. Yeah, <laughs> but. At the same time, he's like, man, he's not gonna lie. He says, "Man, yeah, no, I wouldn't have won that without, without." Yeah, and so, but he even says that, you know, they're like him or us. You got to choose. He's like, "No, I want you guys because I like the training, but I want my brother too." Like, is it so fucking wrong to have all you guys in my corner for once? Like, yeah. I want my family here. What's fucking wrong with that? You know, like, stop making me choose. Why is it I got to do what you want or what you want? Why isn't it about what I fucking want or what I fucking need? Like, yeah. Absolutely. For once, could you just all fucking try to get along? And to be fair, at this point in the movie, he's saying that to his brother. He's saying that to his trainers. He's saying, saying that to, to Amy his, Adams to too. his mom. But he's saying it to Amy Adams. Uh, yeah, he's like, she's, you guys are all telling me what I need to do, and, and he nobody even, cares. Yeah. Gives a shit about what I want. I or want what to I do. want. Because he do. even says to Amy Adams, like, "You're starting to sound like them." She's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" He's yeah. like, "Well, you are." And it's it's absolutely true. Yeah, and they're still married to this day. <laughs> I mean, so it works out. Well, uh, not to Amy Adams, but right or to Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone storms out uh, except Mom, who sticks around to, to dig in a bit more. It's like I told you, she was bad. She was no good. You got to have us um, start sparring with Dicky because the new trainer left, and you know all that. So he starts sparring with Dicky, just fucks him up good. Oh, he got pissed in the middle of it. Yeah. Like, just hits him straight in the kidney. Does the same thing. Just down. fucking yeah. left to the body, drops him like a fucking bag of potatoes. He just crumbles. And he's like, yeah, what about your fucking comeback? Like, you're a fucking waste of space, you crackhead, you piece of shit. Fuck you, and hey, fuck you, mom, and I've had enough of this bullshit. And, uh, Which seemed excessive. At this point in the moment, in the movie, you're like, yeah. Uh, but Dickie's like... Mentally deficient Spider-Man <laughs> or whatever we've been on. Like, yeah, Dickie is not like operating at full potential. No. And, and it seems mean at the time, at this point of the movie, but it's probably whatever. I mean, everybody's needed. been riding him his <laughs> yeah. whole life and he's just finally had a fucking enough of it all. You know, he reached his breaking point. He didn't point, even take so it on Dickie's he, like, kidneys. He, he yells at his mom. Yeah, true. <laughs> They're weak enough as it is. Yeah. But he yells at his mom. He's like, why can't this be my fight? She's like, what, what do you mean? He's like, I'm sorry. I thought you were my mom too. And that's when she finally fucking breaks down. It's like, holy fuck, I have fucked up my son. Oh, yeah. Like that. They've so, been riding. He, he's the horse. And yeah. he's got a bunch of bodies on the back. So of he's like, why do I always have to come down to your level? Like, I can be better. I can do better. You should be supporting me and wanting to be me to be better instead of holding me back to stay at your level. Like, this isn't. And uh, I mean, God, yeah, that line. I thought you were my mother, too. is just like such a fucking whoo, fucking moment in this movie. It's. <laughs> it was good. Uh, like Wahlberg, I think Wahlberg delivers in this. You know, he actually does have some I acting think it's chops a part when that he, he cares to. about. And I think that I think he that showed he up did good. Yeah. But honestly, I think that I think between uh, Leo, who played his mom, Christian Bale, who played his brother, and Amy Adams, he did a a good job acting in this. But he yeah. was still overshadowed by oh, Giants. Oh, absolutely. Like, <laughs> like, no matter how good he did, he wasn't going to be Christian It's Bale. like, yeah, you're sitting at the foot of Mount Rushmore and you carve a little animal out of clay. It's like, you know, that's a good looking horse. But uh, yeah, but I mean, you've got to give it to him. This was his baby. And yeah, he surrounded himself with his betters. And that is what I think no matter what you do, 
never be, I guess, intimidated by somebody better than you. Learn from them. So if you are constantly like, this is my show, but if I've got somebody better than me working for me, then that makes me that much better. And that's what I got to tip my hat to him for that because he did an amazing job in this movie. And I don't think he won. I think he won some awards. He didn't win like an Oscar or Academy Award. But he surrounded himself with people that did win awards and people that that Mm -hmm. I would assume made him better. I mean, you got to be around those people. like, And that's what... There's so much smallness anymore, and I don't want to get too heavy in a goofy, you know, <laughs> having fun thing. But like, people are so worried that someone else is going to be better than them at their job, they don't want to work with people that are better than them. But the only way you ever get better or smarter is by hanging out with people that are better than you and smarter than you. But right. everybody wants to surround themselves with people that are below. just saying the same shit. Mm-hmm. Not, and it's not like below; they just want to like want to be around people that agree with them. And yeah, yeah, I've yeah, got to give Wahlberg his due here. And I, I'm not a big fan of Wahlberg. No, and, no, and it's probably because no. a lot of what he did in his younger days, I, I think he's a piece of shit. I think he's yeah. trying to correct for that, but he was a piece of shit when he was when he was well, Yeah, yeah, him and his funky bunch. But um, well, he does, he, he does he occasionally... Attacked, he attacked immigrants. Yeah, he, yeah I mean, he has a bit of a violent racist streak. Yeah, so and I think he's gotten better. I'm not the same person I was when I was 20 years old. No, absolutely not. Me. So, and and I've tried to make myself better every day. And I think that that's, this movie is, the, like, he was great in this movie, but the people he surrounded himself were greater. And that's what made this movie. Helped elevate movie. Yeah. it and him. And then he went back to Transformers and forgot everything he learned. Yeah, so, I mean, everybody's got to get paid. Yeah, right. <laughs> you just did a movie for free. What was the thing we just uh, went to see Ray Wiley Hubbard last night? And he was talking about so and so recorded this song and they had a big hit. And with the with the residuals, I bought a fence. <laughs> <laughs> and then next one was residuals of that. Got a gate for my fence. I feel like Mark Wahlberg. Well, <laughs> I need a fence. Hey, Michael Bay, you making a fifth Transformers yet? All right, cool. Yeah, I, can, no. I need a gate. <laughs> I mean, everybody can't. Everybody can't be the master all the time. I mean, I, you could be. You could just be like the uh, the guy that only shows up for the the best movies. But everybody needs a yeah. a Buscemi. Everybody needs the crazy guy in the shed with the crossed eyes, <laughs> and also the dude from Boardwalk Empire. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And okay. I think that makes you the better actor. Like. Man, I don't care. I'm here to. This is what I do for a living. I'm here to make money, but I'm gonna do it well, no matter what yeah. I do. If you cared about it, yeah, absolutely. Oh, there's so, guys that don't. <laughs> yeah, well, sure, <laughs> no. sure, sure. But uh, sorry to get so, too anyway, yeah. far off with too yeah. seriousness. <laughs> it's, all, it's all right. Sometimes we need to have a little reading rainbow moment. <laughs> get a little heart to heart. Put some heart in the show. So Dicky takes off. Everyone, of course, he's like, I got to do something. And I was like, Oh, fuck. He's going to score again. And even watching this, we'd seen this before, but even watching this, my, I have my wife was like, oh, he's not going to, he's, no, he's not going back, is he? I'm like, you've, you've seen this before. You know what happened. <laughs> I hadn't. But and I'm got, like, he's going back to score. And he does. He runs up and there's the, the right to the crack house and there's all the crackheads and they're like, oh, all right, Dickie's back. And they're doing the handshake and doing the whole, and you're like, motherfucker. But instead he just hands his cake over. They, then they're like, hey, you want to go upstairs? You want to go upstairs? And he's like, no. Nah, Here's a cake. See you later. And takes off running. They're like, what the fuck was that all about? You must have found a better crack house. Yeah. Let's follow <laughs> him. Um, so, I mean, 
and this of course was him like I think he might have had the idea or the inkling but this was him like coming to terms facing and rising above the the you know like yeah when you're headed that way maybe maybe we're not sure what he's doing I don't think he's sure he definitely he's wasn't like, like he didn't go there to give them a cake and run off like he he's like we're, um, we're gonna eat cake and have crack yeah <laughs> he went there had the struggle and and made the decision not to you know so it and was, then yeah along that long run he's like you know what self self-discovery yeah. maybe I shouldn't be smoking crack I have a son and a brother that are depending on me yeah, so he goes, and then he goes to visit Amy, and she doesn't want anything to do with him. And I love, like, he keeps it in the bu- intercom buzzer. She has a little intercom thing that he talks to, and as he unbuzzes, just random cuss words. Motherfucker. I was like, every time they go to her neighborhood, every time they go to their neighborhood, someone's walking their dog and yeah, judging always. whatever is going on. It's like when the daughters and the mom were there, every time, like the first time he showed up, there's always someone on the sidewalk walking across the, the street dog. just being like, what the fuck is white trash shit is going on oh, over here? This they probably do it on purpose. Let's see what's on the soap opera today. Let's yeah. go down this block. <laughs> but it's funny because he finally is like, just get down here and fucking talk to me. And as he's waiting for he turns around, and that guy's watching. What is that? A cocker spaniel? And the dude's like, okay, fucking walks off. <laughs> calls is, calls the dude out. Great. Like you, like you'd expect him to turn back. What the fuck are you looking at? But he's like, what is that? Cocker spaniel? And the guy's like, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> keeps walking. Walk <laughs> but she comes down, and they really have it out. You know, she fucking. He's like, all right, let's just get it all out in the open. She goes, okay. I don't think you really knocked Sugar Ray down. Like she goes, she goes for the throat yeah, right no, and away. That's his only. Like, <laughs> and finally, he's like. Hey, I was there. I know what happened. I, he like tries to defend himself before he rises. Okay, well, that's that's not why we're here. Bigger, yeah. bigger fish, to, bigger fish to fry. Bigger, like my brother loves you. He needs you, but he needs me too. So we got to figure this out. Like you can hate me all you want, and that's fine. This isn't about me. We need to get our shit together for Mickey. You know, like let's put him before us. And that's <laughs> to overcome that. To, to overcome that, this is the one thing that I've done, and yeah. you insulted me about it, which <laughs> makes. It was really shitty on her. I mean, part they, too. Like, she didn't like build up to it. She just went. wanted to talk to. He's like, <laughs> yeah, so we got to get some shit out. She's like, you didn't knock Sugar Ray down. He tripped. And you're like, God damn it. <laughs> you know, like, fuck. I'm, I'm here trying to not punch you in the mouth. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and you, you're coming out like that? Yeah. God, God. fucking bitch. Jeez. Jump over this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to trip too. Uh huh. <laughs> so, uh, and so Mickey shows up. And Dickie runs up, like, "Hey, I love this scene while they're talking." It's like, "What's on your arm?" And he's, "Oh like, yeah, he's got a big blue thing on his arm." It's because you ran across town with a goddamn cake, cake under his arm. arm yeah. <laughs> and he goes, "Blue front." He's like, "Icing." <laughs> like, duh. Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Oh, acceptable, acceptable." Oh, okay. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. No, I was choking out Smurfs. What? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Mickey shows up, and you know, Dickie runs over there. Catches him in like the truck. He's like, okay, you know, we, we got our shit together. We're going <laughs> to. We're good on this end. We're, we're good on this end. And he goes, all right, now go get fucking O'Keefe back. And okay, he takes, off, and he just takes <laughs> off running again. <laughs> He's like the goddamn Flash, <laughs> except for he ain't going nowhere fast. No. He's just <laughs> pretty fairly, fairly quick, but he ain't traveling through time. He ain't that so now we get Man, the, all this running. I could really use some crack. <laughs> <laughs> you know what would help right now? Maybe should have saved a piece of cake. Could use some carbs right about him. Um, so now we get to now all of a sudden we get to the big fight Ward versus Neary, the welterweight title in England. They have to go to England for it. So 
big issue. The only the real issue I have with this whole movie, we don't know this opponent. He was never introduced. He was never talked about. Like, say what you want about Rockies and the Creeds, but you meet the opponent, whether it's on fucking ESPN talking about him or something. Yeah, there's he, nothing. He's introduced. You know he's like the best of the best. Or he's some super badass or something about him. We get we don't even get this dude's name. Or it's only mentioned that Sanchez was up for the title fight, and since Mickey beat him, now it's Mickey's title fight. They don't even say who it's against until we get to England already and find out it's Neary. Like, this dude is nobody in this whole movie. And it's really fucking weird, I think. Um, so, like, yeah, they're doing the weigh-in and the little pre-fight press conference where he's a huge dickhead. He's like, oh, there's some fucking guy from Boston. I don't know who he is. He's a waste of fucking space. What a real piece of shit. Yeah, I so expected to... Was this... This is... Is this the title? Yeah. I thought it was Gotti. Gaddy. No, Neary is the dude's name. I don't know what movie you were watching, but... No, I'm watching the wrong movie, apparently. <laughs> but this is... Oh, wait, there's another Amy Adams movie? <laughs> <laughs> well, he beat Gaddy for the belt. He, Sanchez was the one he beat for the... No, he but he beat Sanchez for the chance to to for the welterweight belt. Gaddy is the guy, which it may be Neary, Gaddy, whatever, the full name Oh, okay, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be. I just yeah, wrote probably down You might be going by first names, and I might be going by last names. Or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so but so we meet this guy, and of course he's an asshole here, so that we hate him, you know. But you can't just throw that in in the last five minutes. Like we need Chekhov's villain here. Like this dude, yeah, they should have been building yeah, up something, the, the, yeah. something like a montage at least on his end with yeah Brigitte Nelson. Yeah, Nelson, like, like where's him, where's him <laughs> taking steroids and working out yeah. on machinery while Rocky runs up a mountain? Like yeah. I need something here. Something here. Fucking shitty ass survivor song in the background. Give me, but uh, so it's just weird. We have no personal attachment. We got nothing that was not good a or bad. Ass song. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking I the Tiger from three. That was not a shitty ass song. The survivor song in Rocky Four, pretty shitty song. Full agreed disagree. <laughs> Don't worry, I celebrate the uh, entire filmography and soundtrack. Um, I so much so I want to see Frank Stallone in concert because he sings the take you back in the first two Rocky movies. So, well, yeah. there you go. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not familiar with Frank Stallone <laughs> at all. So I'm going to give you. All right. So, uh, of course, now this time he walks out to White Snake. Here I go again on my own because I, I mean, and it, that song is so fucking cheesy, but it's perfect because he's a tacky Boston yeah, guy. Yeah, for the time. So like, he's like in 2000, like 10. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is like, well, well, I no, guess two, when the fight happened, yeah, the fight happened in like two thousand. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the Zeke Havarici and <laughs> when they're all wearing. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just like he thinks that this is like some big, impressive, poignant song, and of course he would because everything about him is tacky. So it's fucking a perfect fit for the movie to put this song in. Yeah. But um, he walks out. Dicky sings along like this is this is the biggest moment. Yeah, there you go again on your own. Down the only road you've ever known. It's like, all right, stop with the fucking Bob Dylan <laughs> poetry version of White Snake. Knock it off. So the fight starts. Get right to it. I mean, he he doesn't just go into straight defense mode. He gets some good shots in. Like they're toe to toe. They're going for like, and the the fight choreography is really good. Like block and then like a quick uppercut in between Neary's hands and catches him in the jaw and like that. Uh, they, they scripted this out really well. The fight looks good. And uh, 
The rounds are flying by, of course. Mark Wahlberg's getting his ass fucking kicked. And for the most part, just trading punches. Full-on brawl. Gets knocked down, but he gets up again. A lot of tub-thumping happening. And um, so we get to round eight. I think it's the last round because welterweights only go to eight, apparently. Heavyweights go to 12. Uh, it seems like... I don't. I don't know because it's. It, I think you go into the match. I think. I think it's different now. But like, there's some eight, there's some ten, there's some twelve. Like, it's, it's not it's by weird. weight class. It's just like kind of. De- yeah, no, I don't know. I'm I not. No I, I'm not a guy that that. I don't follow boxing that closely. For as much as I love any and all movies about boxing, I don't follow it that closely. So, but this is it. Final round, round eight. Dickie does the close talk in the corner, like touching foreheads. And he's like, all right, man, we got to go back to the beginning. Head, body, head, body, you know. You got to, you, you have to take him out because you are so fucking far behind. There's no way, if this goes to the decision, you're fucked. Um, so now the, the round starts and Mickey's just like, hang. It's Arturo Gaddy. I had to look up the. The villain, I don't know where I got Neary then. Yeah, no, it's not Neary yeah, at all. Arturo Gaddy. Maybe the actor, who's the actor? Oh, I thought you had IMDb pulled up. No, anyway. I had to Google. I Googled it. <laughs> I see. Okay, so he's just he's just up against the ropes again, just getting pummeled. And I'm like, uh, dude, we just had this big emotional talk in the in the corner, right? You, you remember? This is this, this is it. Like you, you're supposed to be stepping it up right now, and you're you're just getting your ass kicked. And so he uh, finally fires back. And gets this huge uppercut, sends the dude reeling, and is like, oh, oh, wait a minute, something, something's happening here. And so, you know, big comeback, fucking head-body combos, knocks him down, and yet again, this is the first time Neary's ever been, they just love throwing that in, like, first time Sugar Ray's ever been knocked down, first time yeah. this dude's ever been knocked down. And, uh, of course, he gets up pretty quickly, and Wahlberg comes in, big fucking combo, like, just punch, 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 uppercut, lays him down again. And ref's like, okay, that's it. TKO, Mickey wins. Uh, Which, after I watched this movie, I was so intrigued by the movie, this first time I watched the movie, I actually watched the fight. I watched the actual fight. Okay. And, right. and, because I wanted to see. And I was like, okay, so in the movie, like, they, like, Gaddy didn't tap gloves or whatever, and there's a whole thing, and it was TKO in the ninth or whatever. Yeah. That's not... That's not how it happened. It he won by decision. It was the knockout in that round that helped him win the decision. Okay. He fought Gaddy three times in his career, and all of them were by decision. And he only won the first. Gaddy won the second two rounds. Got it. Or the second two the Bikes. rematches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, no, and it makes for a better movie to be like, yo, well, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> but he did he did not win by TKO. Interesting. I mean, not, to it, ruin, not to ruin the movie, yeah, but it's you. based on unreal events, but he did not, he now did I, not win by TKO. Got to burn this movie. Fucking piece of shit movie. <laughs> um, I, sorry, I was also looking this up. The actual Dickie Eklund, the real life Dickie, had a cameo as a man on the street. I mean, he, he shows up in this little uh, post-credit scene. I was trying to find the fighter here, but yeah, Neary. Anthony Molinari plays Neary. So they must have changed the guy's name because in the movie it's Neary. Boom. Nailed it. You just got fact-checked. <laughs> well, I I don't, I don't know what to tell you. You looked up the real-life thing. I'm, I looked I'm, up the real I'm stuff. about the Mark Wahlberg fantasy here, all oh, right? Oh, okay. All right. Well, Arturo Gaddy was the one who, 
he fought to win the title okay. and then won the title back and then died four years after their third rematch. Whereas Mickey Ward is still alive and he retired after the third rematch. He retired promptly and now he's working in Dickies. He trains in Dickies. In uh, gym, right? Gym. And, yeah. and Lowell. Um, and he actually, I think the third fight was the first fight he actually got a, a seven-figure That's right. He had got up to on. seven yeah. figures and then, and then uh, I was like, okay, going out before okay. I get brain damage or worse. Yeah. So... Now, all of a sudden, everybody loves everybody. Everybody's getting along. Amy Adams is not going to fight sisters anymore. Mom's not going to take advantage of Mickey anymore. Him winning this made everybody realize, hey, maybe if we support him and each other, great things can happen and, you know, sunshine and rainbows and all that. So now we had another interview scene before we get credits back on the couch, another interview scene, Christian Bale and Mickey sitting on the couch, and he's like, he used to... Who's bride alone before? Pointing at himself. Who's bride alone now? Motions at his brother and like starts tearing up. I mean, it's it's hokey, but man, Christian Bale is just he's just so fucking good. And he's, he's just I mean, so fucking yeah, he's, good. He's man. so good, and he's still like he's not even on crack, but he's just like oh yeah, like coming to terms with what he is and who he is, and it's yeah, it's it's a really really good scene. And then we get a wrap up text where he has some more big fights. He gets seven figure payday. Married Charlene. That's Amy Adams' name. Charlene. Charlene. Yeah, we didn't even bring that up in the whole movie. No. Uh, they got married in 05. Now we get a scene with the actual Mickey and Dickie. They're like hanging out in a diner. And so you get to see how Mickey Ward is. He just kind of sits there with his arms on the counter, really soft-spoken guy. And Dickie is like up and animating, waving his arms around like a cop even comes in and pretends to arrest him. And he pretends to punch him in the face. And they have a great laugh. And it's like... Jesus Christ, Christian Bale, like, they don't look quite, like, the faces don't look alike, but yeah, he no. got the mannerisms down fucking pat. Yeah. It's like... Well, and they said that he that Christian Bale hung out with Dickie a lot, like, yeah. coming up into it, trying to get it, which, like I said, there's... And then he was like, I don't like this portrayal. Well, truth hurts sometimes, crackhead. Yeah. Deal with it. He didn't like, <laughs> he didn't like his portrayal in the documentary he was in. Either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Probably not. Um, I do, I do like that they put that little bit in so you can see the real guys. You're like, oh, yeah. They, uh, he didn't like ham it up at all. That wasn't Christian Bale just yeah, putting no. on for the movie. That's that's actually Which I, Yeah, and I I think that like if you uh, know many people that are on meth or know people that are on crack or know people like, like when he's annoying, but you're like, yeah, the people that I know that are out of control are, that's that's the way that they that's act it is yeah. yeah i mean so yeah um we get that and then just credits we don't have we don't have a stinger scene we don't have false endings or all the shit that happens now it's just we get to see the real mickey dicky and and, and that's I've, it i've got some notes but most of them are about amy adams because i went down an amy adams uh you went down amy adams hole if i wish <laughs> <laughs> you and Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah. No, and it turns out that she was actually pregnant during the some of the filming of this. Like she really? was towards the end of it, she was pregnant with her, I think, daughter. Uh and she's not a natural redhead. She dyes her hair, which yeah. kind of I feel a little bit betrayed by yeah, that. She's what? a blonde, but it's a good it's a good dye job. Either way. Yeah, it looks and like that's it. what like every movie she's in, she's Emma, a redhead. Emma Stone isn't redhead either, but she's been redhead in everything we've ever seen her in for yeah. the most part. And the only other note I have about her is how she's friends with Isla Fisher. 
Oh. Which, if you're familiar with mm-hmm. Isla Fisher, she's mm-hmm. all Isla Fisher is married to Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, and apparently they are always confused for each other. Like whenever one's out or whatever, they they mistake they're mistaken for each other. Huh. So much so that one year, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen was banging Amy Adams for a year and didn't even. <laughs> <laughs> they sent out a uh, uh, their the Sasha Baron Cohen and uh, Isla Fisher sent out their Happy Holidays card or Christmas card, and they actually. Uh, a pasted or whatever. Uh, Amy, Amy's face, Amy Adams' face over Isla, Isla Fisher. Fisher's face, and nobody noticed. Like they sent th- out this family photo. I mean, that's that's hilarious. I don't think they look that much alike, but I'm gonna have to see the two of them together. Maybe like them MTV girls, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> look out, Excuse Sasha. me, I got a. <laughs> that's gonna be a thing. Yeah. Uh, yep that's gonna be a thing (laughs) fart noise orgasms um but that does nice to meet you (laughs) (laughs) oh that no that wasn't an orgasm i had a had a lot of meat for dinner (laughs) is that what caused (laughs) i don't know broccoli maybe broccoli make you fart i don't i don't i fart a lot everything 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 makes me fart it doesn't matter i can't narrow it down Uh, whiskey definitely like drink a bunch of whiskey you're gonna I'm gonna fart in my sleep and most of the next morning for sure all right so now we are getting towards the end of this movie and we're talking about farts and what makes us fart <laughs> yeah and I don't know I don't say awake <laughs> to know here? what makes me fart in my sleep but all I know I, I I presume that I don't fart in my sleep because as soon as I wake up I usually have the most majestic farts like <laughs> like I've been holding them all night and it's just like I could. I, th- I feel like I could play most of like a a song, you know, like like not a long song, maybe like a punk song, like a, like like ninety like Ramones, seconds. Like two and yeah, a half just Ramones. Like I'm just gonna I'm gonna pop out like a quick uh, blit, uh, Blitzkrieg pop or or beat on the brat, you know, and and just. I mean, it's not it's crazy, but it's probably sounds about like the guitar tone too. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. No. I think it's interesting. I. Uh, <laughs> Back in my single days, there was a, a girl I was hooking up with, and I, I woke up in the morning, and, and she was gone, and I was kind of confused and looked at my phone, and sent a text that says, you fart too much in your sleep. <laughs> so at some point, I was farting so much that she left my house in the middle of the night. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't stay awake to know, but I, I know that in the morning, I have just majestic... Like, just fire it over the Alps. <laughs> Ricola friggin' farts. Ricola. Just... <laughs> oh, all right. So what a way to end a movie. My poor dog is underneath the blankets. Just <laughs> living it up. Oh, just dying. What um, a weird way to end the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Great, excellent movie fart. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, what else do we have? Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Not The movie, not the farts. Uh, uh, I, this is the first time. I this is not a rewatch for me. I hadn't seen this movie for whatever reason, but everybody in this movie was great. That the worst actor in this movie was still fantastic, and that was yeah. that was Mark Wahlberg. I feel yeah, like, the main like, fucking the act. main guy. But you, he was surrounded by Bale and Leo, who both won uh, Oscars, yeah. oh, best supporting actors. Amy Adams was amazing. The movie was awesome. I'm, I'm, I will rewatch this movie. I will probably make my wife watch this movie. 
I, yeah, it's rewatchable. Like, I don't, it's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I agree with, with everything you said. Like Mark Wahlberg usually shows up and has that confused look on his face and then he cashes a million dollar paycheck and that's what he does. Uh, and people still pay him for it for some reason. But every once in a while, he gets a role he cares about enough, and he shows up to work that day. And he showed up to work all 33 days of this movie because, yeah, he actually acted, and he did it well. Uh, and everybody else, you know, did their usual awesome shit. Uh, I think it's it's a boxing movie. Underdog comes out to win. It's Rocky again. It's the same movie you've seen hundreds of times but everything in it and everybody in it does such a good fucking job. I've seen it probably three or four times, and I imagine that I will see it a lot more before and I die. Hat, it's, it's excellent. Tip it's, of the hat to O'Keefe, who is not an actor, who is in this movie, who is the actual trainer. Just yeah. like, And he doesn't say a lot, but no. he's good in it, too. Like yeah. he, is, he does exactly what you would expect the boxing trainer to do. Even the sisters being disgusted by threesomes. Like, Goddamn, that was believable. Yeah, no, they did a great job. Uh, I mean, this is this is like, I don't know, ten out of ten, saying a hell of a lot. But I mean, this is this is an airtight, damn near perfect movie. I mean, it's fucking, it's a fantastic film. So highly rewatchable. If anybody listening to this episode has not watched it yet, uh, I mean, not that there's much of a spoiler for the ending because it's a boxing movie. You know what's going to happen. Go fucking watch it. Yeah, it's based on reality. reality. You can look it up too. Um, Although apparently he doesn't knock the guy out. So, uh, go watch it right now. Uh, but let us know your thoughts. That does it for us here today. I said that out of order. You can find us on Twitter, their watch party. You can email us at the rewatch party at gmail.com. Let us know uh, what you sound like when you orgasm or, uh, what makes you fart in the middle of the night or actually what you thought about this movie we just discussed, you know, any of the above things, send them our way. Let us know. Um, join us next week as we kick off the worst name and worst ended franchise in Hollywood history with first blood because the Rambo franchise is named like shit and ended worse. Uh, Last blood was disgusting. First blood. So bad. First blood's excellent. (laughs) Uh, Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. (laughs) It's a very good movie. So join us next week to hear how that goes. Until then, I'm Nick with Anthony and thanks for rewatching. when they go down on the dicky but i hate when dicky goes down <laughs>
Just shave him. Crack. Don't move. I don't want you to cut your own throat. John Rambo. One man who's been pushed too far. You're finished! You've gone as far as you're gonna go! Heading straight for the top. Right on top of him. There's no way out of here except through us. He was hunted. Trapped. There he is! On the cliff! Sylvester Stallone. This time, he's fighting for his life. First blood. 